0: Now think about this, we are all mirrors for each other, but seldom do we reflect back the truth. Now look at the person across from you, and tell them what you really feel inside. I think you're bright, you have a lot of energy, but I feel you hold yourself back, behind walls.
1: Uh, I think you suck. and uh, 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 let's see, um, you look really old, um, I'm serious, you should look at yourself. (laughs) (laughs) You should do something about
0: that. Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Till Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale.
2: Is it the future or the past
0: still? We're in the present. Ah, damn, damn. it. And this is episode eighty-one, Godzilla versus Mothra. Actually, technically, it's Mothra versus Godzilla.
2: Oh, so Mothra's got the the, the yeah uh, got the
0: top billing. Mothra's yeah, lame. Wow. Mothra's lame. I'm sorry. Although you know all the talking women in pinball, Mothra was a pioneer, one the first woman monster. Really? Wow. Yes. It's a female monster, but her powers—all she did was fly and like. She had, like, this web stuff that came out and would go all over Godzilla, and it was just... eh. I I was never a fan. Like, you had the little uh, twin women there that had to sing for, like, an hour to to wake her up. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God we have a guest. We have a guest. Thank God. (laughs) Wow. You don't want to talk about Godzilla anymore. No oh, God. I, got, I know nothing about these Godzilla movies. <laughs> this is all, all Ron. Welcome, Steve Bowden, returning Woo-hoo. to the podcast.
3: Hello, hello. I'm from the future or, or the past or somewhere. I don't know. I don't know where I
0: am. Does Steve know about Godzilla movies at all?
3: Mm, nah. Fail.
0: Nah. Fail. Fail.
3: Fail. Fail. Oh, well. O- only, only through osmosis, through, like, you know, maybe, you know, Misty episodes or
0: something. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you when I, I watched the the widescreen, the actual Japanese versions, and they are way better. Okay. With the subtitles, because I think a lot of them were, were just had some of the worst dubbing.
3: Most of my knowledge of Godzilla comes from the pinball game. Sad to say.
0: Oh, which is <laughs> off like which, which the is fake totally Godzilla, yeah. yeah, fake, yeah, the fake, fake, the Godzilla. fake Godzilla. Oh, that was uh, terrible movie. Really. Terrible. So, welcome to the podcast. We're here to talk some some tournament pinball.
3: Oh, no. Are we? No no one wants to talk about competitive pinball.
0: Nobody. But we will. Nobody. Okay. There were two major tournaments this weekend. And the streams ran really long because one of the tournaments was in Vegas. So they streamed till like two in the morning. Wow. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I watched the whole thing. That's pretty sad. It is. Thank you, Bruce. No problem, sir. So we had the Louisville Arcade Expo. Right.
3: The, the reason why I saw none of the other tournament. Because... <laughs> yes.
0: And then we had the one in Vegas, which was multiple events. We had the Nationals, which was where all the state champions go at it. Then we had the uh, Women's World Championship. And then we had the Pin Masters, which is basically a uh, golf format. Right. Like high high stakes.
3: The tradition continues, yes. It's the
0: serious. How much? Does it cost like hundred dollars or something to get into that?
3: Somewhat. <laughs> Plus, you're already in Vegas. So, how much have you already spent to get over there?
0: That's <laughs> true. Woo! Like, that's not just that. <laughs> so we had we had the Papa Crew, are streaming the um, Louisville Arcade Expo, and then we had Carl, Carl D'Angelo, and his setup was at Vegas.
2: I hope one of these days Carl will get in, in front of the green screen and actually do like the weather.
0: Just yeah, out of funny. nowhere. Exactly. That'd be funnier
2: than
3: hell. He just comes up and it says, Your tournament weather for today in Vegas And exactly. you know, then you know, all of a sudden he just throws up like some Photoshops of whirlwind or something or like exactly. if meteors fall from the sky. Back to you.
2: So our uh women's champion was uh Karen K A R Y N Kaiser. She beat uh, Hannah Hatch in the uh, Women's World Championship Finals. Congratulations, Karen.
0: Yay! Hey! Congrats! And then the, then the winner of the Nationals is our own friend of the show. Raymond Davidson wins again.
2: Yes. Again? Nice.
0: It's like he won the IFPA, now he wins everything.
2: He is a man on a mission.
0: Well, he's a man on a mission.
2: And then, of course, second place was Carl D'Angelo, uh, friend of the show. Hi, Carl. Hi, Carl. And uh, third was Colin McAlpine, and we need to get him on. Colin, <laughs> have you been contacting him? <laughs> I actually contacted him. I actually contacted him a couple of times, and he never got back to me.
0: Mm-hmm. Come on, Colin, prove me wrong. We are the podcast of champions.
2: <laughs> yes, we we are the only ones that talk about professional pinball like this.
0: And then we had the Pin Masters, which in the finals, and I'm sure Jeff Teolis would love to say this. You had. Uh, three Pinburg winners, and Josh Sharp.
3: Wow. Ooh. <laughs> okay.
0: No I count. was looking at that. It's like, <laughs> damn, you know, um, I'm sure Jeff Teolis would say something about this.
2: You would think.
0: And the winner was Adam Becker.
2: Adam Becker won, yeah. There. He
0: did. Who says and he, he, actually he hates, hates pin, golf. pin golf. That's what he says. I
3: hate pin golf. Yeah, I ruled.
0: <laughs> so that went on, and, and they were... It was cool because they were, they were streaming. They would have two rounds per day for the golf. They had rounds on, I think it was, was it Friday? Yeah, Friday. They'd have one at 1 o'clock and one at 6 o'clock, and they'd play only nine holes, thank God. I can only imagine paying 18 holes in one day. That's what
3: I was about to say. It's not 18, is yeah, it? It's no, not? Okay. no. Wow. And then
0: Saturday, they would play another nine at 1 o'clock and 6 o'clock. Hmm. So that's your front nine and your back nine. And then the playoffs were on Sunday. Now, Louisville, they did the deal where they did some of the finals around Saturday night.
3: Nice, right. yes. very important. <laughs> very, because people got flights to catch on Sunday. I mean, that's part of that. Mm-hmm. At least you can get you can get a round done so that you know, on Sunday, when you kind of have to leave when the show is over or close to it, you know you have that first round done, which of course means the goal is don't play in the first round, get that first round by if you can that makes the top 8 that much important much more important
0: so how did you do did you get that first round bye
3: i i did i did get it i almost didn't get it because what i did was i was playing classics and main and so i was in cl- i was in the classics final and as i was bombing out of the classic final i was dropping in the main so i was in 7th 7th 8th 8th you know and so right as I was bombing out of the classics and I knew I wasn't going to move on, I queued myself for a game I needed in the main. So by the time it was finished, I would move up in line to where I would be able to jump on a game reasonably quickly. And that game was world poker tour. So, uh, you know, so I kind of knew what was going on there. So I was, you know, I split my time that almost cost me, but uh, you know, I, I was able to get my, my buy back. So I finished in second, second position. Andy Rosa qualified first. Mm. Nice. And, and so yeah, so I, I would I would add my, my game on uh, World Poker Tour vaulted me into first from eighth and then Andy sniped me at the end and took the and took the uh, took the game choice, which is definitely important because the games I would have chosen were would be totally were totally different from the games that he would have chosen in the finals, since one and two would probably meet in the final. Mm-hmm. So since he had choice, yeah, he definitely chose some games I probably would not have chosen.
0: So we'll, we'll see.
1: We'll see what we can World Poker Continuous. Tour. I was
0: I was one week behind on that because mm-hmm. Bowen did a Papa tutorial of that like the week after the tournament. Right. Oh, when see, I was yeah. like, "Damn, there we go." Of course, I think I forgot most of what he said already. Unfortunately. <laughs> What you, what's your no, name no no no. <laughs> no no, you don't no only you'll just only have to remember
3: do the stack do the magic stack change gears mm-hmm. change gears multi-ball ace in the hole flail around 50 million that's all i mean that's what i mean
0: that's flail it. around i can do that
3: yeah because you you flail around on the top and you're just getting points for no reason and then you go to the bottom you make a shot you get points and then you you make a you make the the up kicker, you get points for that, and then more points upstairs, and then you just flailing around, and you know, and you wake up and you have sixty million.
0: Wow, it sounds so easy. <laughs> I am so ready. Uh, so right, now do it. Don't, don't screw do it. it up. So screw who, it up. Who won classics?
3: Uh, who did win classics? I forgot who won classics.
0: Man, I, I, I thought the person who was there would know, but I guess I wasn't. You was in the other, tournament. He ran I, the other I, tournament. I had bombed out. I ran
3: the other tournaments. So I didn't care.
0: <laughs> oh, damn. He did not care. I did not care. I just, All right, I somebody won played. Classics.
2: Billy Joe Bob Smith.
0: Billy Joe Bob Smith. Well, Papa, right, right as that tournament was starting, they released uh, an update to their app, the Pop app, which confused me. It's like, what am I using this for? There's, there's not going to be Papa this year unfortunately right. so what what is this for and then it's like oh it's it's for the louisville arcade expo so you, you would think i could find it on their site but i have not found it there either <laughs> jesus why is this so hard to find results oh Cause okay so
3: soon, i guess because it's so soon after
0: yeah it's so soon after okay i got it i got it so uh oh, it wants me to log in no i don't want to log in i just want results.
3: Hey, let me go to the app.
0: I got it. Classics Tournament Results, and the winner is, it doesn't say, it just has the um, qualifying. Bum, bum,
3: yeah, Classics Tournament Results, yeah, it, just, it doesn't have, yeah, right.
0: So congratulations to the Classics winner, whoever you may be, because I can't find the results.
2: Excellent.
0: <laughs> Fail. But Steve, you ended up in the final four.
3: Did yep.
0: You had a father son team against you,
3: really? Yeah, both- yeah, both the Roses and uh, Chris Bassler were there in the final with me. After I struggled to come back from basically being out of the tournament twice earlier on, <laughs> so I don't know how I made it to the final.
0: Cause you were in like a three way playoff or something like that.
3: Yeah, really a three a three way play- playoff at four. Because <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting there and I'm like, there's no way. Yeah, let me check, let me make sure, yeah, this is round one, and I'm going to go to round two, which was the first round on 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 uh, Sunday, and yeah, it's like, when I think four points, I think out, but, no, it was a three-way tie, four, and huh. then, and <laughs> it's like, nine, four, 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 that doesn't even make sense, but it happened, and so I had to seed, so I had the choice, so it became, okay, what am I going to pick against these players, so, I mean, given the games that i that that were there, it wasn't kind of an even easy process of elimination. I mean, there were games that like th- like for example, Shack Attack was there, you know mm. as we as we saw, so I can all its glory, I, but I can play Shaq Attack very well, but the reason why I can play Shack Attack very well is because I learned how to play it from Alexander Kazmarchk, so who was who would be in the tiebreaker so even though I had the top score, I'm not gonna risk that. So that crossed that off the list. I'd already played ACDC and Junkyard already, and I already played World Poker Tour. Crossed those off the list. Firepower was there, but crossed that off the list because Michael da- Michael Dawn, uh, the the third player in the tiebreaker, had eight hundred thousand on it. Don't so forget that. Then it was Mustang. Just forget that entirely. You because know, I didn't really want to deal with super fast targets breaking off the center, and you know, just no. And so that left the Flintstones, a game I could do moderately well in. And so that's what I picked, and I used that to move on.
0: Officially endorsed by Francesco. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Exactly right.
3: <laughs> Look up Francesco's review of the Flintstones, and yep, and you'll see his you'll see his qualified opinion. Flintstones, <laughs>
0: meet the Flintstones. I thought it had an interesting play field. Uh, the thing that I always annoyed me it was the music. I want to, like, shoot myself in the head after listening to that music for more than five minutes.
3: What you mean, like, the main theme? The gameplay
0: theme. The one that sounds like a cartoon.
3: Yeah, the gameplay theme. The one that sounds like you're in an episode. Yeah, of the cartoon. Yeah. Right.
0: I want it to end pronto. There's one of few games I would wear headphones. Noise-canceling headphones with no sound. Just had to listen to that. Get the strike! Get the strike! Spare! <laughs> okay. <laughs> the last game, it was F-14 Tomcat.
3: F-14, yeah, because I I, cause I I, completely bombed out the first game, which... Well, actually, I didn't. That the, the first game was Surf and Safari, which I picked the previous round just so I could practice on it, because I knew Andy was going to pick it.
0: Oh wait a minute. Surf and Safari, F-14... Were these like Papa games...
2: I guess so. <laughs> I don't
0: know. I'm wondering, <laughs> did they actually bring these down? Because these sound like the same ones. Even like, I think I yeah. think they
2: did bring a couple.
0: Yes. Because like the Shack attack, I've seen before in their tournaments. The, the F-14 Tomcat makes its way all over the place, and the Surface Safari, yeah.
3: Right. So you know, I played Surface Safari and did pretty well in it, but finished in fourth with like over 20 million, I think, because everybody else destroyed it too. And so, yeah, and then I went over to. Shack attack because that's what Andy was picking. We knew what Andy was picking because he was picking that the whole game, the whole way through, and actually won that one and then took that into the final F-14. And uh, Chris just had a great game on it. And he basically went through about a lap and a half of the jackpots and got about $3 million, and it was, a, it was a huge mountain to claw back from. But I was able to get enough points to get second, so that was that was good.
0: <laughs> Plus, you didn't, you didn't get a chance on your third ball, if I remember. It was like insto-drain.
3: Yeah, it was like I, I, I the angle I did not see, and if I tried to move it, I probably would have tilted it anyway. But it was, it was a perfect off the sidewall, and I thought it was safe. And if I didn't think it was safe, I probably would have hit the sidewall or something. But yeah, it was perfectly down before I knew it, it was gone already. And I was like, yeah, that that was the angle. That's not the angle I thought it was, but that's what the, that's the angle. Uh, I got caught, but luckily I did get one other one extra point to pull ahead of Andy Rosa, which put me into second. Which is a big difference. Nice. I'll take that.
0: You would have loved that bank, right, Bruce? I mean, with the Shaq attack and the Surf and Safari? That's Taylor tailor made for you.
2: We had a Shaq in town. It sucked.
3: Shaq's fine. I'm used to playing Shaq. Shaq's cool. Ugh. Especially, especially like finding the the hidden features, so you can get those huge godly bonuses and stuff. Yeah, that's the problem. I've you lost
2: get, for those hidden features. That's why you
3: gotta
0: find them.
2: No, I had them, and then he came back on me with the same hidden feature. So I was like,
0: Rrr. that's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen on a DMD hidden feature bonus or whatever. It's like right. hidden feature, the, but what
3: screen? Yeah, it's a weird like billboard that they're in an audience, and he's holding like a billboard, and it says hidden feature number two. You selected 5,000 twice on the mystery. Take 10 million. You know, it's like, okay. <laughs> and then it's 10 million, then 30 million, then 100 million, then 300 million. And then I've never seen the billion, which is all five hidden features. You get 1 billion in bonus. And the reason is because the hardest one is to start like all five modes at once to get to level five, which essentially have all the modes running. Mm-hmm. Which is really hard to do. So, you know, we thought we we thought Andy was gonna do it because Andy put up like 1.7 billion on his previous game before the final. Sick. <laughs> he was sitting there, he was getting slamming, jamming multiple times, multi-ball multiple times. It huge. You know, it was ridiculous. But uh, you know, good thing he spent it all there. So, uh, <laughs> I, mean,
0: I guess I just love those games with the sports figures when they have no team. Right? Yeah, it just it's says Shaq, Jack, you know, Shaq. just like Frank Thomas. It just says yeah, you know Frank hurt. Thomas, Big it Hurt, just says you know. Big Hurt. Yeah, we, we can't you know? use the team.
3: At least Frank Thomas has the has the White Sox colors on it. I think. Yeah. You know I mean?
0: Yes, he does. Yep. What does Michael Jordan have? Like it? It just says Space Jam, doesn't it? It's right. Not yeah, like just it says here. Space Jam. Yeah, and that job.
2: one, and and on yeah. the other one, it does say is number twenty three on uh, Michael Jordan pin.
0: Well, at least with the NBA, Stern NBA, you get all the teams.
2: Right. Yeah. Okay. Right? And okay. even the uh, Williams Don't NBA. Don't you get yeah. players?
3: Do, do you get players on, on Stern's NBA, or do they just say? Or oh, is that is the, uh, the team
2: the NBA like, it, like Milwaukee Bucks and that kind of stuff? Also, you okay. Just, yep.
3: But. It, All right, but it's NBA fast break when they mention the players. Yes. Yes. Yep. The three. (laughs) The two. For one
0: point. The two. Love NBA fast break. Every ball should end in a tilt.
3: Just remember that. Right. Unless it's in pinball scoring, which I I haven't played NBA fast break in pinball scoring in a while. I've never seen
0: one in pinball scoring. I mean, what's the point?
3: Like weird. Nah, it's weird. Like how much is a basket worth? I mean, like a million, a million and a
0: half. I mean, four three like, million, four three, three million. They just don't <laughs> the sound. Hey. Right. So that was the the tournament fun for this weekend, which was yes. cool for me because I got to watch this while I was working on the cheetah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Passing the time. But that'll be in the repair section. Okay. Right now, it's time for. This Week in Pinball. Where's which we made been? the big time. We made the big time. We did. We're like Woo-hoo. the first story. Well, almost. Second. second. Well, we're right on the Star Wars Topper Info Keith Elwin interview. Ooh. Uh, see, Bruce, it was worth badgering him all these years. Finally getting years. him on. Decades. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Even before we had the podcast, he tried to get him on the podcast. It was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> we've already determined well, we have ago? time travel. About eight
2: years we've known him, so because we played in the first round, and he doesn't remember, what we live, you know, vicarious through all the time, you know. So it's almost a
0: decade. First time I saw him was in two thousand four. So there you go. It's been over a decade. So, uh, but first, th- this is all from this weekend pinball. All the news that's fit the print for pinball. It's where all the podcasts go to rip off. Yeah. Did you know Star Wars accessories are going to be on sale? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you get a stormtrooper shooter knob it fits wow. all star wars models the r2d2 topper now that sounds cool especially if his head moves
3: okay I'm i hope that. it
0: moves it better move
3: like if it moves in sort of that doctor who topper sort of yep. way you like yeah it just,
0: it just turns maybe
3: five five hundred bills though jeez I mean,
0: yikes oh is that how much it, oh there's the price oh my goodness that's an expensive topper Dang. Oh, my. Oh, and the my. Shooter
3: knob, the shooter knob is 80 I don't want... this. Yeah. Wait, a minute! <laughs> okay.
0: $80
2: shooter knob? Jeez. Somebody had a picture of it, and it was pretty monstrous, too.
0: Damn. Then there was a Keith Hellman interview on this, this Slam Tilt podcast. Some tools got him... And what was
3: that? Where is that? Oh,
0: Yeah. Some tools got an interview with him, which we, we did not talk about his new game. Right. But we kind of did.
2: Well, we, I'm surprised we didn't get flack for not asking the serious questions since we had them on
3: well you you probably you probably did but you didn't care or didn't see it so we
0: demand (laughs) you tell us your game we demand you tell us everything tell us your game now tell us your game now or we stop the podcast
3: do it (laughs) do it tell us the game do it
0: (laughs) so check it out you can listen to our podcast the cliff notes version of some of the uh the more interesting answers are there on the uh, this week in pinball site, like I said, we we didn't ask him about his new game, but we kind of did. If you read between the lines, if you are
3: if you're paying attention, if you're paying then, attention, if, and he didn't just dip out when you realized nope. that you know nope. Slam Tilt podcast was was just not going to straight disrespect the man. So if you
0: know. so if you, you want to know what what his new game's rule set kind of might will probably be like, you get a Maybe. good idea.
1: Possibly. It's going to be Possibly. fun. <laughs>
0: It's going to yes. be fun. Let's see. Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle. More hints from the Spooky Pinball Podcast. I'm done with hints. It's time yeah, for the reveal. Let's just see it. Texas, let's just see baby.
3: It. Texas, come on. Let's, Eight, uh,
2: you got, what,
0: 13 days?
3: Right. 13, I don't even want to look at anything. I just, no, just want to see it. Forget it. want to yeah. see
0: it get in line that one or two times. I'll actually get to play it and then move on to the other, whatever, 300 games or whatever will be there.
2: All Sterns all the time. Older Sterns, baby.
0: Jeff Teolis, you ever hear of that guy?
2: Uh, he's a Canadian tool that we're going to see this weekend.
0: A Canadian tool. Wow. Wow. Canadian. Cool.
2: Hey, but I do, I do have a present for him. Hopefully he brings like four or five American dollars to uh, the bar this weekend because I have $5 in Canadian coins that keep people keep on trying to put in my machines. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wow. So we're,
2: we're so close to the border, you know, oh, wow. every time I find one, it jams up, and I pull it to the side, pull it to the side, and we're going to have a little exchange, I hope.
3: See, so you've, you've already built up a collection already, yeah, I guess.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Jeff has uh, gotten, he got Alice Cooper to talk about himself and Pinball. Good episode. Check it out. So
0: that's out. No, yeah. no, it's out. It's out. It Check is? Check it out. All right. I didn't see it come up on my uh, podcast catcher, but.
2: Oh, it's, wait a sec. He, he, well,
0: I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It says to be released this Friday. I know. But so he even when this it. podcast was released, it still won't be out yet. He told me all about it, though. <laughs> but Bruce already is probably listened to it because he's Bruce. No, I haven't
2: listened to it. No, no, just, we just talked about it.
0: We just talked about it after we listened yeah. to it. I mean, we just talked about it. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Bruce is a time traveler, apparently. He's a ta- learned. Ta- yes,
0: he's a time traveler. the okay. future? Is it the past? Oh, so what was I going to say? gonna Pirates. say something no there was something else i was gonna say about that but i completely oh oh yeah so check out that podcast It'll be released on the wonderful podcast garden which um <laughs> can i just say
1: <laughs> here we go
0: <laughs> a ron rant here you guys fucking suck <laughs> seriously I, I know you could do the argument like you get Woo. what you pay for
3: but But you pay for it, don't you? I mean, because you post too often. Here's the deal.
0: If you're a podcaster in pinball, you really don't want to spend a lot of money. So you're not going to get a professional podcast hosting service. You're either going to host it yourself or you're going to get a cheap service. So most of the pinball podcasts either use Podcast Garden or SoundCloud. I think I mentioned this before. Now, SoundCloud almost went bankrupt, and they had to be bailed out by some rap dude. Right. So I I didn't know how good I was feeling about them. Podcast Garden, if you post more than once a month, it's like 30 bucks for the year, and the and the podcast just stay out there forever. So, great deal, right? Well. <laughs> Ex- except they go down a lot. They kind of forget to renew their domain, which is embarrassing. That happened uh, President's Day. They actually forgot to renew their domain, and it expired. And then they renewed it, but since they let it expire, it took a day for it to come back up, to repropagate through the wonderful Internet. And then... On the 28th, I believe, they let their SSL certificate expire. Yay! Well,
3: is, that, is, is that why it looked like all Facebook... Facebook, Not Facebook, uh, Word, WordPress-style errors I saw one Yeah, time? that's
0: why <laughs> it was all like, fucked oh my, up. Oh and like, our what own is JT this? Harrison on his Google device can't download it because Google doesn't like it when things are expired. Google's very particular about things being secure. You know, if I did something like that, where I would, cause where i work i'm the guy who renews the ssl certificates in the domains if i didn't do that for our main domain i'd be fired meeting
3: it would be be, be a monday meeting yes yeah monday meeting (laughs) it's just like there'd be words like future endeavors yeah yeah (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) plus when they renew the domain they renewed it for like a year it's like really just a year you're not going to renew it for more than a year
3: right that that doesn't up to 10 years or something. yeah, yeah, yeah
0: i just you guys suck i'm sorry that's just ridiculous. Moving on. Do I get to do my rant?
2: Do I get to do my rant? Do I get to do my rant? Oh, you have a
0: rant on what? On Cast Garden? Yeah. No. Oh, and one more thing that your 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 support sucks, but I found the secret to it. The secret is you just always have to open a new ticket because they will respond to that. But then if you update that ticket, they'll never re-respond. They'll never like follow up. So anytime you have a question, just keep opening new tickets. Because I found like. And I opened this ticket, like, almost a year ago, when I, and I, th- I probably mentioned this on the podcast. If you go to Podcast Garden and search for our podcast under the, the podcast search, we don't show up. Even if you search for, like, slam or tilt,
3: Wow, wow, it doesn't really? show
0: up. And it's like, they gave me a bullshit excuse. This time, they actually gave me a legitimate excuse, which was, uh, it's because our podcast is, we, we rated ourselves um, mature. Uh, uh-huh. I'm actually not mature. Explicit. I'm explicit, sorry. Explicit. Yeah. We're definitely not mature. We rated explicit, <laughs> and that's why it doesn't show up in the the search. Which is true because this flipping podcast they also rate themselves as explicit. And I just search for flipping, and they don't come up either. So at least I finally got an answer to a question I've had for like a year.
3: Uh, okay, I thought I thought you were about to say you just searched for another explicit podcast and it showed right up. No, no,
0: <laughs> that, okay. that would have been that would have really pissed me off that if really that bad. happened. Okay, Bruce, what's your rant? Fucking LED bulbs suck. Oh, God. Okay. hmm uh,
2: Eric was nice enough to let me have his Spider-Man if I cleaned it up and worked on it and made it all pretty. So he gave me all these LED bulbs to put in his machine. These guys are selling these. And honestly, I put in like 60 bulbs. At least six or seven didn't work out of the bag. Now, if I had a place where I was selling 10% of my product was bad, I'd be highly embarrassed. Then, non-ghosting, they say to on there, and guess what it's doing on my machine, which is a newer Stern. Ghosting.
3: Ghosting, okay.
2: <laughs> or falling out of the, uh, falling, the bulb's just falling out. This lovely stuff. Guess what? Keep it incandescent. LEDs fucking suck.
0: It's part of the Keep It Incandescent campaign by yes. Bruce Nightingale. He has pulled all the LEDs out of Star Trek Limited Edition and replaced them with incandescent. If it's factory, guess what? Oh, it's fine. Oh, okay.
2: It's fine because guess what? Even though fall Fallout, so they all suck anyway. <laughs>
3: hey, I, I support this message, my eyesight.
0: Yes, see? Thank you. Yes, see? <laughs> well, I, I would say I don't have issues with the LEDs in the newer games. My issue is... Please stop using the fucking wedge style sockets in the inlane area. I agree. Every fucking stern. Watch any stream. Watch somebody flipping. You'll notice the bulb that's closest to the flipper in the inlane guide always is flaky, goes in and out on every fucking stern. Every because they use wedge style sockets. Go back to the bayonet style. Yep. Even Williams knew this. Williams experimented using, like, World Cup soccer, for example. Here's a, I don't know if it's a well-known fact, it uses all wedge-style sockets. They went wedge all around. They did it for, I don't know how many games after that they did it, but they didn't keep doing it. That means something. Just, sorry, it's, it's rant time.
2: Yeah, LEDs suck.
0: Ugh. It's like when Stern had the, they were using wedge-style in the, the backboard lighting. And they were falling mm. out. What did they do that on? Avengers. Yes. You remember that? They were yep. falling out all over the place. I think they only did it for Avengers because it was such a disaster. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Does that, it must save them money. Wedge style must be cheaper than the, the bayonet style, I guess. It must be, but uh, it's a typical fail. Do you know Pirates of the Caribbean is going to be coming out soon?
3: The hype is real. <laughs> the
0: hype, is real. <laughs> the hype is real. Let's go. Did you know it has a rule set that I will never even begin to comprehend?
3: That's fine. Just just pick a lane and stay in it. And <laughs> then when you do. and then when, pick stay in your lane. And then when you see another lane that looks good, then investigate that lane. But that's know, Star that's... Wars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Now Star Wars, just keep the multipliers on the big three and just exactly. have fun. Yeah. That's different. But pirates has a lot. Pirates is a big highway for you to travel down. So you I can like that. It's a big one. highway for big, you to travel big. down. Yeah, twenty-two <laughs> lanes <were>. worth. <22 laughs> Apparently,
0: lanes. you got twenty-two characters. I, I so. did enjoy the Louisville stream with uh, I think it was you and Keith Johnson talking about mm-hmm. World Poker Tour.
3: Oh yeah, I love that because yep. uh, yeah, it he was actually Keith brought up stuff you
0: didn't know. a yeah, like, Keith wow. in the
3: booth at World Poker Tour. I don't have to do anything. Nope.
0: And I was still lost, but that's just me.
3: all i have to do is just set up stuff and toss it to him you know and then just do it in a way where i can pretend whether to know or not know and then just leave that part you know just just you ask the leading questions yeah and then he just asks the answers the
0: thing about pirates i I don't i don't really mind the super complex rule set in in this case to me like the jersey jack games they're built for a certain market specifically the home market I don't care what anyone says. Most most operators are probably not going to be laying down 9k for a pirates unless you're in New York City or something cuz they buy everything. Right. But in most markets, I cannot see that. And this isn't even what is this? 9 9500? Mhm. I think this is a little more. Yeah, well, work it over. <laughs> work it over. But <laughs> I mean, this is this is meant for your your home. I keep wanting to say user my IT background. Home user. What Mm -hmm. was it? Home customer. Home client. Client. It's for your home client who's going to have the game there and is going to want a game to keep them interested for long periods of time. So I I really, I don't have an issue with it, but it's just more rules than my brain can comprehend.
3: Which is why you just have to pick a lane. You just know, pick a lane. It's got five lanes for you. It's got five multi balls. You know, in each part of the and one for each section of the game. And you know, you I just, stacked it,
0: all thirty modes and have multi ball running concurrently. Yeah, you could. Every shot is now worth ten million. You could on this game.
3: That's, that's fine, but I mean that's that's when that's when you've got your PhD in Pirates of the Caribbean by Jersey yeah, you have to you start. You, you have to start in high school. Pick your lane, learn that subject. You know, pick the person where whose power is. All you have to do is hit the button one time to get all the gold, so that you get comfortable with, you know, using the button. Then once you can use the button, pick someone else. <laughs> you know, so you know, th- th- then you then you go to college level. College level is stacking yeah, multi balls.
0: If we're using that you analogy, know? then it's like EMs are like elementary school.
3: No, I'm just talking about pirates. No, I'm just talking about the rule set of pirates
0: level. Like, I mean the pirates. I'm talking about whole... all games. If we're doing like okay. the rule sets, like <laughs> EMs are elementary school. Well, it's system elevens it would be middle school. Then we get to WPC, we're in high school. Then we get to like the Stern Lord of the Rings, like an above rule set, and we get into like college.
3: Right. But then what happens when you go to total nuclear annihilation? What's that?
0: Hmm. Then you go back to elementary school. Not really you, well, you, you know, you, but you, not really. But no, like you got set back. You got sent back. You got you got sent back. You got sent back. In, you're back in time literally. Yeah. <laughs> so pirates must be like you're going for a you were you are literally going for a PhD. You're you're going for yeah. a, like like you're medical school in that game. You're going exactly. for a new level.
3: You do have to intern before you yep. go to pirate. Yeah, you you intern on wizard of oz. There you go. First. That's the way you intern. And then after that your residency is is the hobbit. And then, <laughs> then at that point you go you go to Pirates.
0: But wait a minute, what's, um, what's dialed in?
3: Dialed in is like some adjunct professor who comes in and is like, let's calm everything down for just a bit, just okay. a minute. Okay, because you know?
0: I understand that game, so it can't be, it can't be <laughs> pasty level. Right. 22 characters right. have been artfully woven. Oh, this sounds like it should be. 22 characters from the film have been artfully woven into the fabric of the game by the team. 22 characters are on the playfield. They are featuring game modifiers. They are linked to all the shots.
3: Nice. Did they mention, like, the, the, the benefits and the penalties? For it? I mean, they, they, they show the benefits on there, but they don't show the penalties that some of the characters have, too, so.
0: The one thing about it that interests me is the fact that you can't pick the same character. Oh, exactly. That's so key. I, mean, I just want to see a finally... new tournament where someone actually says, I want to go first.
3: Right. Finally, going first doesn't have all the disadvantage. (laughs)
0: It's just something
3: where going first doesn't doesn't doesn't. There's so many disadvantages for going first, and what and so many advantages for going last. What are the what are the what are the what are the advantages for going first? I mean, other than okay, let's list them. Any game that has a progressive jackpot that goes from game to game. That's an advantage for going first to snipe the jackpot off the Powerball. <laughs> if you know yeah. where the Powerball is in the Twilight Zone, Doctor Who, the lockout put put the balls in the locks and and force people to hit the center target as player one. That's um, true. That's one.
0: There's some that I didn't even realize were like issues, like like when I played Roadshow and lock balls. And then the next person got multi ball when I was up again. Like, I got to lock all these again? This yep. sucks. Damn. Just like Whitewater. Like in, uh, just like yeah. Whitewater.
2: Whitewater.
3: And Whitewater gets weird. Whitewater gets weird because sometimes it'll be like ball three locked and then it won't start. And it'll say like ball three locked. And it'll go ball two locked. And you've locked like three
0: balls. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> it's like white. One thing about Whitewater, though, you can short plunge it, get right on the right flipper, and just shoot the lock. Mm hmm. Row Show, I really don't have that luxury. Well, I, actually, I kind of do, don't I? Can I? It depends, if I really short plunge it. I yeah, you can have get to really, the you have lane. to really short plunge it, and yeah. you have
3: to really be accurate because that shot not is not is longer, is far farther away, and it's a little tighter.
0: And then we have Papa Twenty One being pushed to twenty nineteen with a question mark. I would say it's not a question mark. Not nah, yeah, They they wouldn't. Yeah. No. I mean, Doug, Doug Polka pretty <laughs> much said it's not happening this year.
3: They're preparing for Pinburg. You know, yeah. once you, once you do Pinburg, and you move all the games and then once that's over, then you're not going to do anything in like winter or late fall. So nah.
0: yeah, Doug Polka was on the, uh, I hate to say this again, pinball profile with Jeff Teolis <laughs> <sighs> where, where he basically said that. So that's, that's kind of, uh, I feel kind of sad.
3: Is that, is that part of the reason why, you know, Pimberg sold out in negative three seconds? Because there was no Papa as a sort of buffer that, you know, I've, 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 I've been to a pinball trip this year. I don't need to go to Pinburg No, I need it. I need I it. Need I haven't gone I to the it. pinball. I
2: need it. Yep. I need it. Can't get in. <laughs> Can't get in? No. What happened? Well, You're luckily, all three of us made it in. Wow. All, yeah, all what th- was that all...
0: scenario? So who, who was hitting the F5? I didn't have to hit F5. Neither
2: did I. Never did once. I did. I, I was not. I was watching my phone and as soon as it went to twelve o'clock and oh two seconds, I hit enter and then boom right in.
3: Yeah, it was well I was hitting at five at eleven fifty nine and fifty seven seconds. Yeah, <laughs> and so that's when I hit it. I mean, I hit it at I hit at eleven fifty nine and fifty five and then fifty seven, and then it showed up. And then click 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 enter click click autocomplete, cart done. Yep, fifteen done. minutes. <laughs> you
0: know. Did you, did you see what Martin of the Head to Head podcast did?
3: I heard, uh, yeah. He
0: bought the wrong thing? <laughs> he bought the wrong it, it, thing. Well, he didn't buy it. It was in his cart. Like, oh, shit. Oh, oh, no problem. I'll just I'll just get out and put it. Oh, they're sold out. Shit. No, you won't. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how he did that, because I don't know about you guys, but when I did it, Pinberg was literally the first item. First thing. It's the first
2: item,
3: yeah. It's it's the Pinberg ticket, and then it's the Replay effects ticket. Those are the first
2: two things. And I bought both at the same time. Yeah.
3: It's just click, 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 click. Done.
0: I only bought the one because I don't know if I'm going to go, so. Really? Uh, but I had to get, hey, work, man, blackout dates. You know all about that. Oh, man, you know, when we were looking for the winners of those tournaments before, we could have just got them from This Week in Pinball because they're right on the damn page. Are they? Yes, they are. <laughs> congratulations to IFPA national winner Raven Davidson. <laughs> Woohoo! And congratulations to the women's world champion, Karen Kaiser. Woo-hoo! And Adam Becker, won the Pinmasters, even though he hates Woo-hoo! pin golf. I'm guessing he just played in it because he was there for the Nationals. So why yeah. not? Let's see. What do we have? Thunderbirds. I see a Thunderbirds with chink wrap on it. Next. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. Bird. <Burn. laughs> I a play field. You got a full play field shot. It looks interesting.
2: Next. The
3: gap oh, wow. doesn't seem, okay. The, the, the gap of the seam is wide. Uh, as it was. simple
2: program updates with plug-in module.
0: What does that mean? What does that what mean? Does that, what does that mean?
2: It, it sounds like instead of a USB, are you going to do something else with like a probably like a cable? You're going to plug in this cable from your computer to that, and you'll be able to update it.
3: So you will be able to update it.
2: That's what it sounds like. <laughs> now, I think he took so much slack and abuse that. He will be updating,
0: I, it, but you know why not do USB like everyone else does? Cheaper. Yeah. Well, it, it's, I forgot how long it took to update a Stern. Oh, it. I updated sucks. my ACDC. It took like an hour. It, it does. Holy shit. Especially if you shit. verify it. Yeah, I, I always do the verify because I'm paranoid, and I, I just you just set it running and leave the room for like an yep. hour. Yep. I I updated my um dialed in, mm-hmm. which is like the opposite. But they, they they changed something which here, here's my little OCD moment. yeah, I can't comprehend these rule sets, but little OCD things like this I'll notice immediately. Did anyone notice in dialed in if you have a ball locked in the um, what is it the what is it called the: the train
3: station the train station station three yeah. when
0: the ball when your game would end, it would do the match display, and then it would release the ball which I thought was kind of like, that struck me as like, well, that's kind of like, I wonder if I just start, hit start while the match animation is going on, whether it'll just start a game with it in there, which it does. It did. And I'm thinking, why don't they release the ball before they do the match? Mm-hmm. So then I put the new code on there, and guess what it does?
3: It releases the ball. It releases the ball before, <laughs> as reason. it's doing
0: the match. Actually, it releases the ball, so you can't hit start. Just a little little, little thing. My OCD said, ah, now I'm happy. That's how I think it should work.
3: Well, it looks like something. Well, the programmer saw it then. Yeah. Oh, they noticed it.
0: So, Ryan C., did you notice that? Did ya? Did you, mate? Did you notice <laughs> that? Oh, I got a. I got a. Hey, Mr. Ryan C. of the Head that podcast. This is just you, you, for you. You, you desecrated Sea Witch. Oh, I know. You God. said it, it played oh, bad and that and you couldn't hit the loop.
3: Wait, what happened? What? Wait. What,
0: what? What he's saying is he has a improperly adjusted Sea Witch. So perhaps, maybe when I see him at Texas, I can show him the, the way to, to properly adjust his games. Because I don't know about you, on my father's Sea Witch, I have no problem hitting that loop. Which was mine. Yes. As a matter of fact, I, I, we, we have a contest. We, we've gotten two consecutive loops now. We're trying to get a third one. See so who the first person is. who can get three loops in a row. Mm. So I, I really don't see the issue. That, that thing, if there was a definition of flow in a game that just plays silky smooth, it's Sea Witch. So if his doesn't, I blame the owner. Fail. That's all. That's a fail. Learn how to adjust your games properly.
2: Oh snap! You know,
0: as as OCD as Ryan is, he would have he would have got it playing better. I'm just saying. All right. So that was the news. I want to do repairs? Oh, actually, before we do repairs, in our face-off last week, we had a cat. Well, which wasn't less. Well, it was episode seventy-nine when we went back in time, etc. But in our last episode with Keith we had our face off. If listeners remember, I lost, but Keith made a caveat that if I could prove that there were any time warps that were released from the factory with regular flippers and not banana flippers, that I would win. And guess what? Dead silence. No comments from Bruce? Wait, wait, waiting. And, and Bruce, Bruce made a further caveat because he's Bruce. Like, it has to be either Barry Ousler himself or Duncan Brown who says it for me to believe it. That was another caveat he made. So, our friend of the show, Scott. Thank you, Scott. Mr. Scott pointed us in the direction of a top cast, which was one of the earliest podcasts, with Barry Ousler. And in that interview, he stated that 2,000 time warps were released with regular flippers. So that means But I more of
2: them were shipped with it, so I'm screwed. D-
0: d- that means nothing. <laughs> that means nothing. We meet both your cat. We meet Keith Elwin's caveat and your ridiculous caveat that it had to come from one of two people.
2: I didn't hear it, so it's still unbelievable. You didn't it. hear it. Just, wow. just download
0: <laughs> it and cue it up. I heard it. It nope, happened. Nope, to nope. be the man, you have to beat the man, and I just wow. beat you. Woo! Yes. <laughs>
2: Yes. I, until, until I hear the quote, I don't believe until it Until
0: I hear the quote. Yeah. Okay, whatever. I won. I won, right, Steve?
3: If you have the evidence, I believe that's okay, it. Okay, I have
0: the evidence. But we,
2: we don't have the evidence until we hear it. Oh, we have to stop. Get the evidence. Stop, Bruce. But you we, have we... to get the evidence. You hear, Keith.
3: Yeah. You, know,
0: you hear, you, you got to say it. Like I
3: got to have the evidence now. Yep, Just download it, gotta... and Listen
0: to it. I win. I didn't hear it yet. Did you hear it? I Anything, didn't Steve? hear it yet. So that's your defense now, if I didn't hear it. So, it's a so pretty, if I it's just pretty play it defense, you, But it's the only thing he's got. They Let him exactly, hold on to no, it. Exactly. It's so only, if I play it for easy. you, Bruce will just cover his ears. I still haven't heard it. I still haven't heard it. I still haven't heard it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not hearing you. I'm not listening. That's so lame. Be, you need to be more mature. If anything, this podcast has is maturity. Wow, I'm almost laughing on that one. <laughs> we are definitely the most mature podcast out there, I'm telling you. Oh, fuck no.
3: <laughs> Award-winning maturity. Yeah.
0: Also, back by popular demand, at the end of the show, you will hear the Oh My Song has returned. Woo-hoo. Bye. My dad, who doesn't like it, said we should add it back. See? That's all I needed to hear. Once I heard that, it's like, okay, it's back. Good. Thank you, Dad. Thank you, Dad. So let's see. What do we got here? Repairs, 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 repairs. Why don't you go first? You definitely got have more repairs than me. You own a bar. Uh, well, we yeah,
2: Coinmex, of course as always. I uh, what, what did I have this week? I had uh, bulbs falling out of their sockets on a Spider-Man and blocking the the ball trough. Very much fun. Gur. here's a fun one. I'm in Spider-Man, and the score keeps on adding up. Just no ball play, no nothing. Ball sitting in, in the shooter lane.
0: No ball play? Oh, my. No ball play.
2: Whoa. No ball play at all. It's adding up, adding up, adding up. I'm like, what the hell is adding up? So I go in the switch test while it's doing it. Nothing shows up. Huh? What? Thank you. wait. Well, gets better. So I have to go to, I went to the active one. I went to the other one where you can test all the switches. And once in a while, you see one flicker. And just one flicker. Like somebody was touching it. The Opto, the left hand opto on Doc Ock is loose. So I went to tighten it, it's stripped. Mm. So it was actually moving, so it was being blocked by the metal around the opto. Yeah. And activating.
3: Mm -hmm. So it was very little.
2: So I gotta replace that opto probably tomorrow. Yay. Oh, what else did we have? Timmy's Old War Poker Tour, the upper left flipper completely was foobarred with the uh, coil stop and the uh, the plunger. It was completely hammered. Replaced that. Working great for uh, this weekend. For Stomp. Stomp, Stomp, Stomp. Uh, what else did we do? Uh, Quicksilver started rebooting. Really weird. I reseeded all the connectors, and it's got a new driver board and a new bottom power distribution board in it and it works now again after reseeding everything so it could have been as a crappy connector which i redid almost all the connectors in that machine on the bottom not on the top side so i might have to start doing that what else we got hmm trying to go down the list of what i had a couple ball hangups. oh and i have to replace the gun harness on dirty harry once in a while when you hit the button to pull the trigger to fire once in a while the gun will when it's moving the gun will not see the optos so it doesn't think it have a ball in it until it moves a certain point the wires then move in the harness and then it sees it and goes okay I can fire now because I have a ball in, in the opto and fires it totally in the wrong time that you wanted it to of course luckily they make them reproduction now and they're for sale at Bay Area Amusements the more you know
3: well, sounds like we're ready for Stomp then
2: we are getting ready, but there's going to be two more games and possibly three more games for Stomp.
0: But we'll, we'll wait till we get to the Stomp section. For okay. It's cool. yeah, a yeah. teaser. All right. Any more repairs? Oh, and I
2: finally got my Future Spa. Put it all together, and it's got this red film on it that is scary.
0: What do you mean, red film on what? Red film? Red,
2: like what? film on all the white plastics. It's all red, like rust. But Zach said he had it on his future spot that he did for Orion out here, and it cleans right off. So I have not gotten into it yet. I haven't even powered it up yet. That's the first thing.
0: Maybe it's a future spot from hell. It's all red. Back in black and hell version. It's the hell, right? version. <laughs> it's the hell version. It's the hell version. <laughs> it's got a mini play field. Instead of two, I'm in hell. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You hit you hit all the inline drops, and all of a sudden it reaches a mini playfield somewhere underneath the game. There you
0: go. Gorgar shows up. And I had <laughs> four People email me today saying there's a cheetah for sale.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. There's there's a cheetah for sale. It's got like an Nos clear play playfield on it, Bruce.
2: Yeah, you don't want to know how much he wants for it.
0: It's a lot of money.
2: Let's just say we're talking new in box premium pricing. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Let's just talk about similar price to a uh, another particular game that might annihilate you. Totally. Okay. All yes. right.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's really ridiculous. I was like, "Oh my god!" Wow. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh, it's gorgeous. But it's beautiful. Looks great. Probably plays like a dream. Just a bit out of my budget. Yep. But thank you for all for emailing me. So we need to still find Bruce.
0: <laughs> His cheetah. cheetah. <laughs> oh. First, John.
2: First, John, I need a cheetah and I need uh, a Gamatron.
0: You and the Gamatron. You need a
2: Gamatron. I, yeah. I, need, I need some Future Spa plastics. So if you got Future Spa plastics, email the show at slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you've got your games like Cheetah or Gamatron, come see me.
0: And I'm glad you mentioned that email address because I forgot to mention it the last two shows. I had to edit it in. Fail. Yeah, fail. Well, not not fail. I edited it in. So
3: no, you edited it in. Yeah. Smooth. It was smooth. Smooth.
0: Smooth. If you if smooth. you check the last two episodes, seventy nine and eighty, when I say the the email, it's the exact same clip. See so see if anyone caught on to that. It's literally the same sound clip, just played twice, and it's from another episode. So I got three episodes with the same clip. in Nice.
3: <laughs> so you so you so you traveled through time. I traveled on two through episodes, time. Two episodes that also traveled <laughs> through time. Yep. Inception. So you, traveled through time. Inception. inception.
0: I'm Chris. I'm Christopher uh, Nolan. Is that his name. Did I get that yeah, right. Yeah,
3: that's, that's the ticket. Let's let's go with that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good. yeah, You forgot the stargazer, Ron Bruce. Oh yes, I forgot about that. Uh, Ron sent me. a Well, you come on, you got to tell him the whole story. Like you were saying, it didn't work and it was bad. Well, no, I didn't say it was bad. I said it didn't work. That's true. You said it didn't work. Yes.
2: So I get a uh, the Weebly new boards. And it comes with one chip. That's a 2764. Yes. So Ron sent me 2732s. Uh, The problem I have with the Weebly board, the only thing I've found out is when you actually pop out the 2764, it says underneath it 2732, 2764 place of it. So the bottom, there's one below it says 2732 also. So you put the one 2732 on the one. And on the second one, do you bias it to the left? Or do you bias it to the right?
0: Bias it? What the hell does that mean?
2: Well, if you put it, it, the chip is meant for a 2764, so it has two extra legs. So when you're putting in a 32 in a 64 spot, do you push it to the left? Or do you push it to all the way to the right?
0: Is there documentation? None. Really? Really. Anything still screened on the board that says, like, this way or that way? Nope. Yep. The only way
2: we kind of figured it out is the 27, the socket is 4 to 64, so we're like, well, the 32 shorter, so let's go bias it to the right, and it worked. And then you have to desolder one jumper on the 32 and solder in a jumper for to 64, or the opposite, very vice versa. Sorry, we desoldered the 64 and made it a 32, so it took the 32s, and then it worked. So now on my stargazer, you cannot flip and roll over and get free Zodiacs. Make it harder for you bastards. Make it harder for you bastards. Right, yeah, because yep. yeah,
3: last, last time it was, it was uh, the, 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 the flippers weren't shallow enough to prevent that. So. Yep. Yeah, so now
0: Especially on the right like, side. Wait a minute. You just yeah. do it over and over. Yeah, I got over a million in one game just doing that. Yep. Yep, kills the game.
2: But yeah, so I, I emailed Ron like, what the hell? And he's like, no, it should work. And then I was like, and then I showed him pictures. He's like, hmm. So that's all my that's all my repairs
0: all right so you got the zodiacs off there you resetting the multiplier also
2: of course i am okay i think i am no I'm not yeah i, I would zach do that that didn't want that he said it's well the reason why and zach did have a very valid oh, okay. point. okay what's this.
0: his valid point
2: you can go so far ahead in spinners it might help you out with the zodiacs with the multipliers
0: Okay, well, we have one of the top players in the world on our podcast. What do you think, Steve? The question is here. There's two versions. The, the stock version of Stargazer, the bonus multipliers do not reset.
3: Okay. They hold over. You, and you hold it.
0: Yeah. So, so if you also have the Zodiac spotted, you can basically
2: get 100,000
0: points. You get the, yeah, you get the bonus all the way up. Then you actually hit the targets. And you, you, I think, Bruce, you actually had a full bonus countdown at some I point did. during uh, the last tournament there. So, yes, I did. So what the new ROMs give you the ability to do is two things. Number one, you can turn off spotting of the Zodiacs. So when you go over the, the rollover, it'll still make the sound effect and all that, but it won't keep spotting your Zodiac. symbols.
2: Mm-hmm. Those give you the
0: points. Yep. And you can also turn off the bonus multiplier carryover. And it's kind of like what it does is... It'll, it'll carry over until it gets over a certain amount, like 3x, 4x, and then it'll reset. Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: Okay, so that's like Quicksilver. Not, not Quicksilver, does that? Sea Witch.
0: Sea Witch, yeah. Sea Witch yeah, does C-Witch that. Yeah, Sea does that. So what yes. which would you prefer? Like it holds it over, no matter how big it is, or it resets like Sea Witch?
3: I would prefer it would reset because...
0: But the problem
2: is, you can get so far ahead with spinners, though. That was Zach's point. Well, then
0: you get, like the spinner and hit it also. So, hit it. You do it too. Yeah, yeah I don't understand. Because I
3: mean, the multiplier carry is the only thing that imbalances Quicksilver. It stops it from being the perfect game. So, when the multiplier carry is taken out of Quicksilver, it becomes completely balanced.
0: Yeah, well, you can actually change it on all those games. Well, the Quicksilver at Bruce's, it, it does not carry over. No carry. There you go. Steve has spoken.
3: Okay. I like no carry because, you know, it's it's easier. It's also easier to make rulings on that you don't have to worry about state then there's no state to bring over
0: yeah. so and what i did on, on my stargazer because you can't really trap on mine at least not easily i reinstated the zodiac spotting but i still have the multiplier holdover off because i was literally never ever completing the zodiac <laughs> ever <laughs> ever like you have to actively shoot those areas where the pop bumpers are. That's what the pop bumpers are there for, to help you get the Zodiac symbols. Right, but, right. I mean, you never do that. Just like, I'm going to shoot up there so I can get Zodiac symbols. It just, you're, you're lucky if you ever complete a Zodiac. So I, I think the more important thing is just to make sure your flippers aren't too shallow so people can't just trap. Then you really won't have that problem. So my repairs, pretty much just one game. And I don't know, did, did I go over my dead right flipper repair? No, you did not. I don't no, think I so, because, no. yeah, okay. So, for those who remember, when I got the Cheetah, one of the things I said that was wrong with it is the right flipper is dead. But I also said the right flipper coil, the wiring was so fucked up, I figured if I just replaced the coil, because it looked all screwed up, and then the wiring and put everything right, that it would probably just work. Well, it didn't. Once I got the play field back in the game, the right flipper still didn't work. So, I just did some... Reading of schematics, what what a what a concept! And mm. I remembered something that Bruce brought up when I first got the game. Well, actually, Bruce, why don't you tell him what it was? It was something weird that you noticed.
2: I can't remember what I said.
0: <laughs> Jesus. Be okay. Honest. Okay. They, Bruce, oh, Bruce said, <laughs> on the driver board, the flipper relay, the the oh, cover yes. for the flipper relay, the the case that the relay is it in, missing. it was just missing. So the relay was just kind of out in the open, exposed. And he's like, "Wow, that's kind of weird." Well, as it turns out, the right flipper didn't work because the way this works is that the relay is like in line. So when it's off, you can't flip the flippers. When you start a game, it turns on. The traces that went through the relay to the flipper were just burnt. Done. Mm. So I just ran some jumpers and my right flipper is working. Just peach. Oh! Yay. Mm-hmm. So thanks to those two tournaments that occurred over the weekend, especially the one in Vegas that went to two in the morning on Saturday. Wow. <laughs> I just kept, kept working on the game because I, I got to a certain point where, damn it, I'm finishing this fucking thing. The biggest issue was the in-lane, the inlane guides. The ends of them were completely broken off. So if you remember from uh, one of the previous, previous podcasts, I said I had a, some metal lane guides from a Viper so I was going to take parts from a shitty game and use them to make a great game live again, and it, it worked perfectly. I, I fit them in there, little, little little adjusting, but they worked just peachy. All games
2: are great. Don't none are shitty.
0: <laughs> so, well, I, I formed up on Viper a little bit, but still, uh, I had no problem sacrificing these lane guides. And they're they're metal, so they should not break off again. So I got them in there. And I'll tell you, man, I fired this up. The only things that I had to play with, the two two of the right inlane, the two right in lane switches were a little flaky. I had to get them working and that was it. It pretty much out of the box played like a dream instantly. I am so happy. Oh my. And then I have to re jumper the board. Four twenty seven thirty twos right now it has four twenty seven sixteens in it. for those who are wondering, what the fuck are they talking about? What does that mean? They're ROMs twenty seven sixteen just means sixteen k. That's right, sixteen K per chip. So it has four six 26- 2716s in it. I got a jumper for, for two 2732s and then burn a uh, copy of Scott's modified cheetah ROM, which you must do.
3: You must do. You have to do that. That's not a choice.
0: Do that exactly. Steve so is right on board if you have no choice. <laughs> because I'm playing it right now with the stock ROM, and once you get the freaking bonus up to 100K and you have five X, you just hit the left lane, over and over and over. There's literally no reason to shoot anything else in the game. It kills it. It literally kills the game. What his ROM does, it makes it so you have one collect and that's it, and that's what the Rock Fantasy one is running. And that's what every cheetah should run. Do you hear me, Papa? You need to get that ROM in there.
3: Yeah, you remember that? Remember that old uh, video of a final yes. where they were just rocking? Yes, just
0: it was boring as, as hell. All day. And then, and then <laughs> in classics, Raymond Davidson just kept playing it until he got that. And then he hit it like six or seven times and blew everyone's score away. It just ruins the game. And let's see. Did I do anything else? Did anything else break? I don't think so. That was it. So we're done with repairs. So now it's time. Oh, no. Oh, God, you don't sound excited. <laughs> it's called, we're going to bring up IPDB because these games are even, even for us, they're old. No. I know most of mine. Yeah. Mine are pretty good, actually. Well, Bruce knows all of his because he's been in pinball since the, the 70s. I haven't. So I'm going to have wow. to look these up.
3: Mm-hmm. Well... I mean, yeah, I've been, I, I've definitely been cheating by looking at some of this list here. I've been looking any at any of them, but I'm looking at the list, and yeah, the the battlefield is pretty interesting. The battlefield
0: uh, is interesting. So,
3: my goodness,
0: the year is 1976. Ems are still around. Ems are still the thing. And I have Bally. Bruce has Williams, and this is face off. For those who don't know how this works. We each get three games, and we pick against each other. And we have our judge, in this case jury. Mr. Bowden, the judge, jury, and executioner, who will be picking the winner of each each game. Uh, and the idea here is here is we sell the hell out of our games, whether we like them or not. It doesn't matter.
2: So who goes first this time? Since you say you won, I won. And I say I won. won.
0: So so uh, I guess I have to go first then, because you get to Excellent. pick against me. So. I have Bally, I have 1976, and man, I have a lot of games to choose from here.
3: Yeah, this list is impressive. <laughs>
0: like, man. Wow. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Wow. So, uh, man, I could totally Careful. go for Abba- this.
3: Embarrassment of Riches here. Really, I know, really. but I'm thinking. You might screw it up. You well, screw
0: I, I, something in me wants to go for the EM Blackjack, but something in me tells me that We'll get 1977 eventually, and I'll want the solid state blackjack.
2: Of course, that's the best.
0: Because yeah, because the '76 blackjack doesn't have the da-da-din, 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 It has a uh, buzzer, oh, and man. that ruins it. I'm I'm gonna go with the game that. See, did this decide? No, it didn't decide, but it was it was featured in the Illinois State Championship. I'm talking about. Old Chicago. Uh-huh. Yes. A classic Bally. It's got the pop bumpers where they should be, near the flippers. So you can bounce them out. You can get all kinds of crazy action going on here. You can save the ball or be screwed by them. But that's where skillful nudging comes in. Has a cool saucer. Collect bonus hole in the center. We all love that. It's got three more pop uppers in the top. That's right, five bumpers. And most importantly, it has a spinner on the left side that you can crush. It has lanes on the top and five drop targets on the right. I mean, it's got all the cool features that you would want to see in any game. It plays great. It's got the cool EM sounds. It's got a cool back glass, which I believe is a yeah Dave Christensen classic back glass. Everything you want in Dave Christensen art. Great play field, great art, great playing game. Keith Elwin likes it. I'll give you Old Chicago.
2: (laughs) Okay, so now we're going to... The good thing about my picks for Williams, I don't have many, but I have three of some of the best four-player Williams games that are out there. And this is one of them. Aztec. You get the goodness of a spinner that's lightable with the three... Lane's up top. The middle one will open. We'll start that spinner up. And, of course, it's a great spinner game. On the right-hand side, when you start spelling Aztec across the playfield, on the upper right, you have a little hole, drop hole. And it will give you points for how many letters you have on that Aztec. And it will kick back out. And if you're lucky enough, it depends on how it's set up, it might kick back in there. I like it when it doesn't kick back in there because then it makes it more of a challenge. But it's good Williams fun. The Flippers, nice and strong. Spinner, three Pop Bumpers. Spell Aztec. Double bonus. Don't forget, you get your double bonus time, too, in there. Great scoring. Fun game. Artwork, pretty good, actually. It's based off a National Geographic picture, and it was a good moneymaker with over 10,000 Aztecs made. Pretty impressive.
0: And I give you Aztec. I yield the floor. Okay. Mm,
1: For mm. my rebuttal...
0: Extremely offensive to Native Americans artwork. That's all I got.
2: <laughs> wow, that's all wow. he's got because okay. that's all he's got because it's a great game. No
0: comment. <laughs>
2: no comment. Old Chicago has a couple of good things about it, but uh, just I think Aztec is definitely a better game, and it is a tournament better game and a fun game. I yield the floor. It is now up to you, Keith. I know. Sorry, Steve.
3: Mm-hmm. That's—I right. can be confused with Keith. That's a good person to be confused with. I'll take that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let me begin my deliberations here. Um, f- familiar with both games, so I didn't really have to. <laughs> didn't really have to look at them over when you, when you uh, called them out there. Uh, so I don't want to be so quick with my decision because. So you got you got Chicago. You got that collect hole, which is nice because sometimes you get it in there and it'll bounce out in a way where you can drop, catch it, put it right in there again. You know that's nice, that nice back and forth action. But uh, but those drains underneath the bumpers piss me off. Okay, <laughs> but uh, but uh, I want that negatively affect the game itself. That's just that's just the difficulty of the game, which can be good. But uh, you're know, moving over to Aztec. Yeah, as as tech just I have more fun playing that game just personally. Uh bonus no, the, the the Aztec letter collect in the upper right can get a little crazy if it's too too weak to kick out of there and kicks out and goes back in it's kind of cheating. But, you know, if you're you're at a tournament, sometimes you're trying to hit it as it kicks out so that you can make it go back down. So, you know, some some ways to get around that, but uh yeah i gotta call it our 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 winner is aztec here i have yes. rolled, i have ruled aztec wins round one yeah <laughs> the art yeah the 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 uh quote offensive native american art does not <laughs> does does not touch me because i don't care about art let that be a clue <laughs> let that be a clue for your future um
2: arguments <laughs> okay no i i have never brought up the offensiveness at
1: all.
0: No, he 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 means shitty art doesn't matter I hate art at all. Yeah, <laughs> okay. but isn't it a world under glass? <laughs> oh God, stop I can, I can, it!
3: I create my own world under glass. Exactly. The good games, the the good games make me create a world under glass of my own. Got it.
2: All right. Use
3: that for your future deliberations.
2: <laughs> okay, my turn. I'm going for Babe Ruth. I'm pointing to center field in 1932. Right.
3: I'm ready. Let's see it, cause you know it's. It, I don't know if it's there. I mean, I'm not trying to give you a clue, but one of you has the ace of spades.
2: Grand Prix. That is the ace of spades. Steve Cordix, one of his best games. You have two great spinners with two out. Uh, what do you call them? Not out holes. You would actually call them. Uh, what would you call them? Uh, kickout. You actually have three kickout holes, but one on each side to collect a bonus. When you get the A, B, C, or D, if you get two of those targets, A, B, or C, or D, you get to make your double bonus first, and then you get extra stars after that. You have the in-lanes of death, which are excellent, because if you try to catch the ball and let it roll, it will go out the in-lanes of death. The only flaw in this game, but it actually is a challenging flaw. Williams, four-player greatness. Spinners galore. You know, the chimes galore with those spinners. When it counts down, it's just just money. It really is. It is one of the best Williams four-player games. Highly desired, highly competitive in competitive pinball. I give you Grand Prix. I yield the floor.
0: You ever get the feeling you've been checkmated? Oh, not at all.
3: (laughs) I I say nothing. I'm the judge.
0: You know, like, I really needed to win that first one. Because um, I I believe Grand Prix just happens to be a particular judge's favorite EM. So I'm thinking almost anything I pick is going to be a fail. So I'm just going to go for it. Captain Fantastic. Classic Bally with over 16,000 units made. It's got one of the... Most famous backglasses of all time. It's such a great backlash. It was in our uh, backlash competition we had, like, a long time ago. Wonderful playing game with that upper right flipper. It's got drop targets. It is a classic in every sense of the word. It has the double flippers, the scissor flippers, to show your skill, to make sure you don't flipper bit yourself. it said the drop targets on the side, the flipper so you can hit the drop targets. An all-time classic, just the... Dave Christian, well, you said they don't care about the artwork. It could have (laughs) shitty artwork, but it doesn't matter. It's all about the gameplay here. Incredible gameplay. Incredible rules. It has nothing to do with the art. The art doesn't matter. It's all about the gameplay. The gameplay is fantastic. 16,000 people can't be wrong. I give you Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy. How many people realize that's the full title? Right. That's actually the full title, folks. Great game, I will
2: say. Your Battle is a great game, but it is no Grand Prix. I yield
0: the floor. The art on Grand Prix is subpar, but again, we know that doesn't matter. The bitch you in lanes, whatever you want to call them, are extremely annoying, and I don't like them. That's all I got. <laughs>
3: Well, well, well. Uh it's like, how can I drag this out in a sort of a fake YouTuber manner? Uh, <laughs> yes, uh you know, I I I I really wanted the arguments to sway me away <laughs> from from uh the inevitable. But uh Yeah, uh Grand Prix was the ace of spades. And um, and and Captain Fantastic was the correct counter to the Ace's face, so you know. Especially, I do like on Captain Fantastic the upper the upper right flipper that you're not supposed to use, or you're supposed to use in a certain way. <laughs> you know, you can tell people who are experienced with Captain Fantastic with how they choose to not use that flipper. Uh, so just by looking at someone practice the game, you can tell if you're going to play them. Whether you're going to have a good a, a good competition against them. Oh, just for the record, you're supposed to hold the flipper up. <laughs> just in case that's unclear. Don't use it. If you use it, you deserve to die. More, more positive for Captain Fantastic? You know, practice your tap passing. Get that done if you want to. But it has those five targets that I want to avoid. And uh, then you go to Grand Prix, which is my favorite electromechanical game. So I'm going to purposely try to find things that are negative against it. And it would be those suicide outlanes, which you mentioned, which I guess normally I would try to see them as negatives, but they're not. They're the exception that proves the rule in that the suicide outlanes help you to try to not to catch the ball so much you have to drop catch. And it has those spinners on each side, and who doesn't love a good spinner? When are you going to have two of them? It's <laughs> just rock through those bonuses you know, it's got the double bonus, it's Grand Prix. It's the ace of spades, and it wins. It's it was an ace of spades versus like an, an ace of hearts, but it's Grand Prix. The ace of spades.
0: The yeah. ace of spades. Ace of spades. Ace of spades. <laughs> and I failed once again. I poor strategy on my part.
2: Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you started with that I, one I, I was should like, have started oh.
0: I should have started with the frigging Captain Fantastic
1: yep. to yep. force
0: the Grand Prix, which I would have lost, but then you would have lost, but I would then have you would had have the, have the next back. two to come back. Right. Man, you think being that we came up with this game I'd be better at it. But no. I suck at strategy, man. No wonder I can't figure out these rules. I don't even like Captain Fantastic. <laughs> I, I, I prefer Wizard over Captain Fantastic any day, because Wizard has the spinner, and it's got the cool little flag things. I, I, I like Wizard a lot more.
2: Actually, I actually don't mind Captain Fantastic. I don't mind right. Captain Fantastic. I like it. You have an
0: uh, upper, like uh, like Steve said, you have an upper flipper on the right that you, you don't want to use. That's right. stupid. I hate games that give you a flipper, and then you don't want to use it.
3: But, but you don't find out. You don't want to use it. until it's too late. Yeah, and you learn. But yeah, you yeah.
0: Any games where you're just like holding the flipper up just to you know, so you get in our control. I hate that. Steve Ritchie actually said one of his inspirations when he did Flash was this game, Captain Fantastic, in the fact that you had an upper right flipper that he considered it to be in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. So okay, there you go. Damn it. So I guess this is just for pride.
2: This is just for pride.
0: Okay. Damn it. <laughs> uh, fucked up again. Whose turn is it?
2: My. I. Uh, yours.
0: Oh, it's mine. Yours. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. So what do we got here? You know what? I'm. I'm just gonna go for it. What the hell? I might end up picking this in 1977, but 1976. You had a great EM by the name of Blackjack with a great, great play field and a great rule set, which is the same on the EM, which is basically you have the player's hand and the dealer's hand, and you want to be ahead of the dealer when you go into the saucer hole on the upper right, because that increases your bonus multiplier. If you're not, you don't increase the bonus multiplier. If you complete the lanes up top, it lights the spinner. Just a great, simple little rule set. Nice, simple play field. It's one of the most fun games to play. I must say, I I never heard of it before. When Bruce got it, I'm like, what the hell is this game? what, What is this? And then I played it in his basement, and I kept playing it over and over and over. Since then, it's become one of my favorite classics games, definitely. And the far superior, even though you don't care about this, still... In comparison purposes, the far superior art that's on the EM as to the solid state, I give you Blackjack.
2: Okay, we're going for... It's actually a combo game, really, this one. They they made it in a... This game was so good, they made it in a two-player and a four-player version. Space Mission slash Space Odyssey. Odyssey being the two-player, Mission being the four-player, but they're both the same play field underneath. You get a Steve Kordick classic of two flippers, two bumpers, two kick-out holes, two ball kickers, two stand-up targets, a swinging target, and a spinning spinner.
0: A spinning spinner. Who would have thought it would do that? I know, it's what it says in the thing. Oh, you're reading from the... Fail. <laughs> of course I do. Objection. <laughs>
2: like, I always read from like... it. But it actually has some pretty complicated rules in this game with the, with the uh, moving target. Where if you hit the target, it will light what is in front of the target. And if you hit it again, or if, it will change it. So it's, that's actually a cool thing. Can't go wrong with a William Spinner back in the 70s. They did rock. Good game. Artwork, good. It is a cool artwork package. I give you Space Missions Slash Space Odyssey. I yield the floor.
0: I never found it that fun to shoot, honestly. It's got the spinner, but you go to trap the ball and you just purposely trap it to get it in those like shooter things to hit that the moving target. Most of the games with the moving target I never found that that enjoyable. I, I'm just thinking Black Pyramid whenever I see that thing going back and forth. I just it just doesn't play that well in my opinion. I, I think it's an overrated game. Definitely Grand Prix was definitely a, a better game for Kordic that year, in my opinion. That's my rebuttal.
2: OK, for me, Blackjack, I don't think it actually has the, the uh, superior artwork. I actually feel the 77 version is better. That back glass is cards. Perfect. Looks great. I don't want to see drunk and hanging women all over some guys. You know, that's not good at all. Zach does own an EM, so it is a cool thing with that. But the only thing bad about the EM version besides the sounds not playing is if you hit multiple targets, of course, if it bounces around, it will it will actually delay the scoring a little bit. I, we noticed on Zach's we were we were playing around with it a little bit. But it is a great game, so I can't gnash it too much. I really can't. I yield the floor.
3: All right. Well, let me make a clarification about art just, you know, just so we can not have any misinterpretations I don't care about the art it's fine for, it's not who cares about the art that's would be saying that I don't care about the art and neither should you and that's not what I'm saying <laughs> okay, It just means that I don't really care as much um, so, as far as you know, regarding Blackjack you know, I, I like I, I like the rules set on Blackjack a lot You know, beat the dealer. is very simple to explain to someone. Very simple for a new player to pick up. You know, love love the left spinner. You know, nice strategy. When you're trying to trying to see, you know, how far you away from beating the dealer. So, you know, do I shoot the spinner? Do I hit the right target? Do I hit the correct target to advance each hand? And and then you know, we have we have space missions. Not a bad game in its own right. You know, but uh, those. I guess what would you call those in-lane kickers? Yeah, in-lane kickers. Yep. Those in-lane ba- back and forth volleyball style <laughs> kickers when you get them back and forth can you know they, they can feel good until they get annoying. I mean a, a nice try to you know rebut blackjack but no blackjack does win that for me. And um, I would agree I with that. I like blackjack. <laughs> definitely. Over space mission.
0: I won the pride game. So
3: yeah, you did win the pride game, and not just because I didn't want to sleep. That's yeah, blackjack is the blackjack yeah. is definitely better. Blackjack is jack is definitely better and a more fun game to play. Yeah.
0: Space mission, I never really got into it. Like like you said, I think it gets boring with it because every time you go to trap a ball or you get the ball, you just keep putting it in the kicker and having it get fire and right. And sometimes it will like,
3: fire right off the target and go right into the other one, yeah. and then go right on target and right into the other one. And so you just go leave and come back and it'll still be
0: fired. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I'm just not a huge fan. I know it's one of Steve Kordick's bigger games, but Grand Prix is vastly superior yeah. to Space Mission <laughs> and Space Odyssey. So,
3: so how do we how do we feel about? I mean, we have to do a post game here because
0: post game I fail strategically. Yeah, I know. Big that, that's time. why we need-
3: that's not, That's why we need to ask you. This is the post-game interview. Um, oh, okay, Jeff Teals. Because, you know, <laughs> you, you both of you know me, and you knew I would be on, and you knew one of you had the Ace of Spades, so... And you knew what that was. So, oh. how did that not affect... How did that affect or not affect your strategy, Ron, to do what you should have done to counter the Ace of Spades... With your first game because that's what I thought you might do.
0: My issue is, I'll be perfectly honest, I didn't look at his games. Mm-hmm. That was the first mistake because if obviously <laughs> if I see Grand Prix sitting there and Did we all know a, that a Mac Mr. Pound Mac. on multiple occasions has said that is his favorite EM of all time, it's like, okay, whatever I'm picking against that is losing. So I should just go but he'll blow his load on that one. Because right. the other games are not – it's like I have more – well, Aztec is good too. Aztec
3: was there. Like, See, Aztec, that, Az- that
0: would have been yeah. tough. I mean, yeah, I had more games.
2: I would have actually thrown it. If you pulled out first, uh,
0: oh. Oh.
2: I would have actually said blue chip and screwed mm-hmm. you up totally. And then still won for the last two.
0: It's one of those like less is definitely more here. I mean, I, Absolutely. you had Grand Prix and Aztec. I love Aztec. Right. Howard Howard owns Aztec. I play the shit out of that every time I'm at his house. I love that spinner. I agree.
3: It's like Ron had a bunch of like first round draft picks and then Bruce had like the middle four lineup of the Yankees
0: or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of what happened. I had Ryan Leaf. You had Tom yeah. Brady. Basically <laughs> right. is what it goes down to. <laughs> that's a weird so, analogy. Uh, but yeah. We
2: need to pick a new date. We need to pick a new year.
0: Keith. It's our Steve. Fuck!
2: Wow, is that going to be our
0: gimmick now? You're just going to keep calling him. i
2: going to call him. I'm going to call him Keith. Hey, I'm Keith, Steve. how you doing? I'm Keith. <laughs> Steve, pick a year from '77 now. All right. To '95. All right. So, 1977 to 1995.
3: Are we ready for the pain? Ready for the pain. 1982. Did you do that already?
0: We have not. I don't think 1982. so. That's going to be a dead period, though. Do we, are we going to have enough games? Let's, Let's see. see. Let's go top. 1982, we got... Okay, of course we have Bally. That's All a given. Right. So, for Bally, we have Baby Pac-Man, oh,
2: BMX,
0: 8-Ball Deluxe, Deluxe. Okay. Easy a... Spectrum, Hmm and Vector okay Okay. we got Bugatly we got Caveman Eh, it's not even a game we got (laughs) Critical okay we have nothing we have okay Devil's Dare Haunted House Punk Rocky Spirit wow we got some this is a good little year we got we got Cosmic Gunfight Defender Varcon, which is a game Warlock
3: that's the Williams list?
0: Yeah. Uh, what if we played this before? I don't no, think so. I, no, I think have so. not heard these games. I have not heard,
2: and, no. And actually, ooh, could we? And Stern. You have Stern also. Iron Maiden.
0: Laser Lord, you really can't Laser Lord, no. Orbiter you have one. Iron Maiden and Orbiter 1 is all you have. That's Very only two games. Q. Q, no. They made six of them. The game is, to, oh, no. Mike Bossy, the scoring machine by Game Plan. Yes, that's, I, I saw that's, that at Louisville. I saw that at Louisville. <laughs> I thought that was like a homemade game. I, I'm, I'm nope. like, wow, this was actually a real game. Yep. Only maybe produced as a prototype. Man, you saw a super rare thing there. Unless somebody yep. just did a redo of it. But maybe no, that's what. Maybe it, that's no, what it, that's no, what he it was. He found all
2: the parts. He found all the parts and made it work. Wow.
0: Mm. damn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Man, no game idea. Plan was uh, yeah. Interesting. Oh, and it has unlike a lot of the other games, it actually has. Well, unlike I'll, let me rephrase that. Unlike the later games with sports athlete, you know, athletes on it, this actually has the team. It's got the Islanders logo nice. right in the center.
2: Yes, it does. So I think we're gonna pick Williams, Gottlieb, and Bally. So uh, Steve, please right. put, please put all three into the yep. list
3: function. Into the list function. So. Put all
2: three in and just tell us after you do the boop, 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 Tell us the first game and Ron gets to pick it.
0: Okay, Picker ready? Pick or pass. Pick or pass, like the showcase showdown. Right. Which everyone passes because the second <laughs> one's always going to be better, damn it.
3: All right. The first selection is... Williams. Ooh. Ooh. I'm passing. <laughs> pass, passing. Pass. passing.
2: So what's the second
0: one?
3: The second selection is... Godley, all
0: right so godly verse williams all right I'm, i'll take my i got i got punk which isn't that bad i got haunted house i which got spirit
2: good. Nah, <laughs> never been a spirit fan on it honestly i know zach has it oh really yeah i got defender defender fucking rocks and cosmic gunfight rocks so i can take those two and then
0: then you have like Varcon. That doesn't even count. You have Warlock, which is just Varkon a Varcon does count.
2: It's ninety of them.
0: Uh, okay, yeah, but it's this video game. It's the stand-up pinball. I know it is. I know exactly what it is. But it's a pinball. There's a ball in there. There's a ball in there. You have Warlock, which is blackout.
2: Yep. Have different rules. Yep. Which is actually better in some ways.
0: No, it's not. It doesn't have speech.
1: <laughs> I know.
0: Some other worse speech. Williams suck. We cannot do false sentences. At least then we got
2: Bally, because you had Good and Bad and Bally also.
0: Yeah, you had BMX, but you also had Baby Pac-Man. Mm. You also had 8-Ball Deluxe. And you also had Spectrum. Mm. Spectrum, you know. Spectrum sucks. Sorry, Steph will be pissed at me, but... And so will Zach. I don't care if he's pissed at me, but this, it sucks. <laughs> it's a terrible game. <laughs> terrible game. I guess if you like Masterminds, it's 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 probably cool. But literally, that was like, Bally, we have leftover parts. Let's just make a game. We don't even care if it sells. And you would get Spectrum.
2: So that's our challenge for next week.
0: Next week? So that means we have a guest lined up already?
2: Already lined up. Oh, my. The kid is hot.
0: Well, don't give it away.
2: That's me. I'm the kid. Oh, you're the
0: kid. Okay. So it's mail time. It's time for the mail ball bag, which, man, oh it is loaded. It is bursting. <laughs> it is filled bursting. Beyond, it was actually bursting at the seams. It is bursting at wow. the seams. And we, we have this, well, when I'll say when we get to it. For now, we have a bunch of emails from Robert Byers, who is catching up on our podcast. He did actually catch up. Completely. He caught up. He has one here that says, a whole month with the podcast. Bo-wa-ha-ha, not for me. Into yeah. episode 72. I don't know what that means.
2: Because we, we, we took the month off. He didn't have to wait the month. Oh, okay. He just went right into the next one.
0: Episode 73. I vote for Quicksilver to go into the bar. Which? It did. It did. Does Ron to a roomie for the New York City Championships? I heard he booked the Skyline at a discount rate. Yes, I did.
2: Oh, my. We'll, we'll have to
0: see. Oh, NBA Stern. Please tell me he likes it. No, fuck Course, that fucking... game. Come on. Yes. What do you think of Stern NBA? <sighs> wow. Okay. Never mind. Never mind.
3: With, with or without the spinning disc in the middle?
0: That's true. They turned it off at Papa.
3: Because if it's turned off, then it's actually playable or tolerable.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, hey, hey, Bruce, dude. BCC people, don't give out personal emails to everyone on a mass mailing. Fail. Mm. Two points, not just one for Ron. See, there you go. P.S. It also avoids the reply all nightmares of people without email etiquette saying, I'm in or I'm out.
2: I love it. Uh, Keep it up and good work, Bruce. (laughs) Jesus, you suck.
0: I do. Let's see. He's a big Zach fan. And by that, I mean not a Zach fan.
2: <laughs> what? It, well, don't forget, he did he actually, he, well, he did listen to the first Yeah, Zach one. See, and... he
0: he listened to both of them. He's not a fan. He had trouble making it through to the end. Wow. We didn't get any
2: much criticism last time of Zach than we did the first time. Actually, we got more compliments about Zach.
0: Oh, are you kidding? We lost listeners over Zach on the second appearance.
2: And it was funnier than fucking
0: hell. <sighs> and then we have uh, from Scott, where he reminds uh, you that 2000 time warps were shipped with stray flippers right from Barry Ausler's this old pinball podcast
2: till I hear it doesn't believe him oh right. wh-
0: whatever whatever just 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 accept the pain you won the next one let's see we have I'm saving one for last by the way I skipped one we have a would you buy this eBay item which I haven't looked at let's see it is eBay item number 282 618 Four eight six seven six four. Let's take a peek. Let's see, it looks like it's a Gottlieb Gridiron. Wow, Grit your Gottlieb already. I don't like the game. Yeah, but but that's not. It's only seven hundred twenty-five dollars.
2: Yeah. Okay. No.
0: No. Done. Even for no, seven hundred twenty-five dollars, you, you you would not buy that. Nope. Even with these three awesome pictures taken with the with the glass on.
3: And sideways? <sighs> and sideways,
0: <laughs> you know, because we love that. Oh, it's got the four flippers Ugh. See, how you doing there? Alright, yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry. Yeah, Thank nice. you. Um we would not buy that.
2: But uh I do have another would you buy that or would you not, since you want to go into that real fast? Alright. One more. Two zero two. Two four one Zero five
3: six six four five. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Street Fighter. Okay, forgiving Street the fact War. that it's Street Fighter 2, one of the worst games ever. <laughs> it literally has one picture. Woo! It looks like just
3: This is glorious. This it it is... looks like
0: someone was dirt biking in the area of the game and got mud all over the top glass. It looks like shit. It is shit. It has... What's the thing on the side? Is there a sticker on the... What is it? See where it's located? It's in East...
3: Bahrain. East of bah- bah- Ripple Bahrain, Bahrain. Bahrain. Where the hell's nice. that?
2: It's in the Middle East. Yep. As is. Does not power on. No keys. $620. No, Buy duh. No. <laughs> duh.
0: How about just no? Nah. No. No.
3: Hundred hundred percent positive feedback.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. yeah, for what for what items? Yeah. Let's see. What is he selling? <laughs> a Neo Geo console, a Casino Space Battle, JAMA Arcade. So he's in arcade stuff. Oh, okay. All right. You know. Do you see what the pinball is in front of that?
2: Can somebody tell me what the pinball machine is in front of that?
0: Wait a minute. The one that's shrink wrapped that you can see maybe one percent of it? Yep. And somehow you know what it is? You can tell what it is. Ah, uh, uh, let me look at you it. You guys here. see?
3: Adler's family. A little piece of a ball there with the f- no, or theater? No, not theater.
2: You're so close, Steve. It's biting you in the ass. Twilight Zone.
3: Twilight. You
0: got Zone? it. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, it is. It is Twilight Zone. Wow. See, that's right. They protected that. They protected that. Yeah, they yeah. protected that yeah. one. Yeah, they protected <laughs>
3: that one. But they didn't was, care
2: about the Street Fighter.
3: Nothing's touching the Twilight Zone. Jesus. That's value. But street, well, at least, at least this seller recognizes value since the Street Fighter 2 was unprotected, whereas yes. Twilight Zone, you know.
0: We are major <laughs> geeks. I mean, there's literally like 1% of the game that you can see in a shrink raft, and we can mm-hmm. identify it.
2: Now, can I make something really funny? This is a Middle Eastern country Yeah. this was in. Now, if you look at the back glass on the Street Fighter 2, what's that sticker covering?
0: Right. Oh, there's a the the woman on it. Yes, mm-hmm. with the legs. With the exposed. legs. They have a sticker covering up her legs. And this is Gottlieb. This is Gottlieb nineties Gottlieb who went out of their way to have non offensive art on their games because they wanted to be the family friendly company. Yep. And even with that kind of art, it was still it's too too offensive. Yep. I
2: thought everyone would get a kick out of this one. Yeah,
0: I didn't even notice that, but yes, you're right. It's covering up at Street Fighter Back glass, there's a little leg shown, and that was too much. It's kind of sticking over covering up.
2: Because don't forget the premiere name in Pinball.
0: Yes, the premiere name in, in shit. That's a terrible <laughs> fucking game. <laughs> terrible game. It's another one of those with the terrible flippers where you can trap everything under the sun. Yep. It's horrible. Alright. Alright, we're still still emptying out the mailbag. Oh. Those were all from Robert Byers. Yes. The Would You Buy This was for my gym. Thank you, Jim. Then we have another gym. Different gym here. Jim Mueller. Okay. Mueller. Did I miss Mueller. That? Okay. Mueller. Mueller. Says, hey, fellas. Another great episode made even better by Keith's company. I've got a frontier wanting a Quicksilver. All right. Nice. One vote for bringing back the Oh My George Decay's part back into the outro. One of many. All right, you 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 will all get your wish. We'll be back. All right, I saved the best for last. This is from Jim. Jim, Jim again, the first Jim. Jim B., Jim Burl. I hope I'm saying it right. And um, this is the longest non-pinball princess email we have ever received. Mm-hmm. And he, he is making an argument for Space Invaders.
2: Oh, God. And I feel
0: obligated to right. read this because, man... Oh. If someone makes this kind of argument, you really should read the whole thing here. I'm I'm telling you.
3: I'm ready for this. You're ready? You're ready? Oh so ready my, because okay. I have
0: a lot of we, power Because we okay. have busted on this game. We've called it the worst of the valley-wide bodies by a large margin. He is here to defend Space Invaders. Okay, and here we go. go. I am writing to defend Space Invaders, one of my favorite games. I acknowledge people's criticism of wide-body games and one-shot games, but Space Invaders is misunderstood. Space Invaders was featured as the B game on the Papa TV Live Twilight Zone video, and described as a horrible game from 1979, Silver Ball Mania, the wide-body.
1: <laughs> okay. Wrong. Okay. Wrong, okay. so Wrong, Wrong! so far. Wrong well, counts. counts. Fact.
0: <laughs> this game okay. is from April 1980 though my recollection is March. The project was started in 1979. They didn't know the game well. It was was borne out by the gameplay in the video. The best scores are from proportionally playing all the features, not just shooting the center loop. There is a setting that diminishes the fun, as shown in the video, and likely most tournaments. Here are the 13 reasons why Space Invaders is better than Future Spa. Hot Doggin', and even Paragon. No.
2: Uh, To say nothing
0: of being far superior to Silver Ball Mania. All right, here we go. You ready? Mm -hmm. See, I'm trying to sell this, too. I'm I'm this guy right here. Space Invaders has a collect bonus shot that is worth a potential 495,000 points. This is the highest play field award I know of on a game with six-digit scoring. Yeah, I'd say so. This can mm-hmm. be collected over and over again, only requiring two shots. Drop target, then the gate behind it. No other shots required to light this award. And yet, so few can repeat collect this when it is at its full potential.
2: Okay, so let's go one step at a time.
0: That's the first reason. Okay. Two. Two bonus systems. The traditional ladder-like Paragon, Star Trek, Blackjack, and older games... And the red, oh, I think he's saying instead of one, like those other games, and yes. the five red invaders, like the spellouts and future spawn hot dogging, but not as tedious because of only five targets to complete. Tired of shoot the loop repeatedly to spot letters? Well, Space Invaders has no spot shots. You have to get every target. That's reason two.
2: Well, you can change that, so you can change that in other games too. So I'm not. Reason that, so three.
0: Anyway. Super bonus like Bally Paragon, Bally, you know, Playboy Paragon and Harlem Globetrotters. Reaching 20,000 means every ball thereafter starts with 20,000 bonus. And yet, reaching 19,000 bonus means the next ball starts with, wait for it, 1,000. So it becomes critical to hit those shots in advance bonus, like the captive ball when lit, the center target, and the top center lane. More fun for competition than future spa, hot doggin', and silver ball mania, for which the last letter doesn't mean all that much. And you can get it easily by hitting a spot letter target. This next one, number four, comes with a video. We can't really show on the podcast, obviously, but the captive ball named the clone chamber, starting at uh, 157 of this video. Let's see, Evan Bookbinder, sometimes shooting it, Makes a cool time warp effect whereby the ball stands still for a full second. It takes for the captive ball to roll into its target and back, then smack the ball into motion. Okay, reason five four flippers. Not the Paragon Harlem Globetrotters lose it between the flippers, you big dummy arrangement, but an arrangement that rewards daring use yet punishes foolish choice. Still with me here?
1: Oh,
3: they're
0: still there? Still, they're right. still here? Okay. Reason Ooh. six. The center hoop. Is this loop? Or ho- no, it says hoop. Nope. The center That's hoop. Nope. And the flashing pair of special lights. An important shot. But I dare any opponent to win by shooting this all day long. To do so is to put all their eggs in one basket. Misses Ricochet to an out lane. Making five or more shots in a ball means every two shots scores 45,000 plus a free game. Or 95,000 in a tournament, but making four shots means a meager score, as shown by Evan in the Papa TV segment. So he's referring to the Papa TV segment a lot. Let's see. In his previous game, then Evan had done this in three captive ball shots and reached super bonus, blue balls two and three, and yet ended only 40,000 behind Fred. So watching this Papa TV video is very important to understanding this. Uh, seven. The Blue Invaders, especially the top three, they're all important. And you have to get them all. Nothing spots them. The dead bumpers between the lanes means that a calibrated plunger shot for each of them is not difficult. Making the three top Blue Invader lanes light the center to score the captive ball for the remainder of the game. For a score of up to 50,000, it advanced three bonuses. And the center bumper may bump the ball up and down for lane two or three more times so a player can come from behind to win. Reason eight, the five red invaders it is less it less intimidating to complete them to light like twenty to forty to sixty thousand bonus than it is to complete future spa for eighteen to thirty six thousand silver ball mania for fifteen to thirty thousand or ski and hot dog in, for thirty thousand or super cra- cal- okay i 'm not going to try to say that super I think I said that for thirty four k reason nine space invaders has a multi-layer situational strategy. Don't believe me? I'll prove it at Texas Pinball Festival. Ooh, sounds like a, uh, a challenge there.
2: I think you have your challenge ready, Ron. All
0: right. Reason 10, the sound is the best integration of theme of its time. Nothing comes close until high speed in 1986. The background sound and the invader targets and lanes are exactly like the game. The hoop has a cool sound that varies randomly. The mystery ship target, which acts just like to high-scoring mystery ship in the video game. That's right, it has the video game sound. Lighting randomly for a few seconds for 50000 Sounds like it, too. And the bonus collect sound only surpassed by that at that time by Paragon, rewards good play. The background sound even speeds up for every five Red Invaders completed, going really fast with 60,000, a special in lit. Silver Ball Mania, Future Spawn, and Hot doggin. three different themes, three similar sound packages. Reason 11, the art package. The infinity lighting, okay, the infinity lighting is cool, and the black on the back glass makes the scores magically float. When I was 12 years old and the game was brand new, I looked at this in awe, trying to figure out how it was done. Of course, owning a pinball machine is like being a stagehand in the magic show. When you see behind the scenes, nothing is impressive anymore. But Xenon and other games don't do this as well because they had too much art and it showed the outline of the displays. 1980 in Orlando, Florida Space Invaders was the first pinball machine priced at 50 cents for five balls.
2: The reason I hate it.
0: Number twelve, no lousy ten point scores, minimum of fifty points, and all other score have two or more zeros. Have you ever triple or quadruple matched? You might on Space Invaders. Even though some of the sounds were borrowed from Silverball Mania Future Spa, they fit better into Space Invaders. Number thirteen, like many great ballet games, Space Invaders will kick you to the floor and leave you thinking it was your own fault. And try just one more time. Space Invaders is a featured game in Keith Ellen's Pinball 101 DVD. Was it? I don't remember that. I don't remember that.
2: I just think I think maybe just some cutscenes. That was about it.
0: Oh, we and we have a challenge here. I am bringing Space Invaders to Texas Pinball Festival, Ron. I challenge you to a match, and I challenge us both to make one million. So give it to me straight. What's not to like about Space Invaders? Okay. Almost.
2: Okay, keeps it going. There's more. Uh,
0: Setting 23, Red Vaders, recall or reset? The recommendation for three ball is liberal recall. This is the most fun to play. When playing the conservative, reset. The reward difficulty ratio is too low compared to the other features on the game. Hi to Ryan C. and Steve Bowden. Great timing. And Jim from Dallas. Let's see, movie series for show episodes. Movies directed by Hitchcock in the U.S. Uh, Recommendation, episode 100 to a clip show like uh, All in the Family in Seinfeld did. And finally, for my ride to and from the Quarter Lounge in Bedford, where I operate pinball... Oh, he's an operator. Bless you, sir. The <laughs> Slam Tilt Podcast is my go-to audio. Thanks, guys. Thank you. You, Jim. P.S. Okay, he's got your strategy for Space Invaders. So here you go. When you get this in a tournament, this is what you do. Shoot the top left blue invader getting it will make one of the other two easier missing it will likely get the middle one to light the spinner get the captive ball to advance it to 50,000 and build up bonus to 20,000 super bonus get the red invaders especially the center target after either five red invaders are complete or 20,000 bonuses made shoot the center loop to build up five times on ball 2 while well, he's going by ball here on ball 2 get any remaining blue invaders Completing all five lights center target to advance three bonus and return lanes to award an extra ball. On tournament settings, it scores 25,000 remains lit for the remainder of the game. Shots the lit lane is shown in Pinball 101. On ball three, shoot the center loop to get 5x bonus, and then carefully make the right drop target and collect bonus shots. The targets on the left help keep the ball in play, especially the lowest target. If it is hit, then shoot, then shot the others. I think it's shoot, shoot the others to reset them. But to be fair, what I don't like about Space Invaders, the gate's at the top. It's no fun shooting a ball and waiting for it to drop down a spinner fail. Even worse, the ball sometimes sneaks under the left gate. Fail, fail. Lots of wasted space on the lower part of the game. Even more wasted under the apron. Stern games like Big Game use this better. But I like how much speed the ball gathers coming down the outer return lanes. And finally, making the five blue invader twice can waste an extra ball. The rules should have been like Playboy. We're completing them a second time lights or awards a special. Get that? You're done. Oh, you're done. That's a lot about Space Invaders, man.
2: Okay, Steve, do you have any rebuttals?
0: I'm
3: still going to shoot the horseshoe like I'm supposed to. (laughs) I
2: mean, I appreciate the arguments. I do too. I appreciate it very much, but I, I still don't like the way the game shoots.
3: I got, I got the, you know, definitely understood and recognized all of the, and I'm aware of all of the strategies mentioned, but that, that all these, most of the strategies mentioned require a lot of side to side action, which the horseshoe doesn't. If I have that dialed in, then I'm not risking an out lane and I'm not risking a center drain either because it's going to land near those upper flippers, which I can use to stop the ball and leisurely drop it down to one of the lower flippers where I can shoot the horseshoe again and just keep doing it. The captive ball on the left goes down the left-out lane. Anyway, that's just its job. Its job is to send it down the left-out lane. So
0: So here's what we'll do, Jim. Two out of three at Space Invaders. I will shoot the horseshoe and nothing else, and you can play it the correct way.
2: The way he said it was better. Yep,
0: the way to say it better, because frankly there was too much stuff in this email, and I'm already confused. I will probably just shoot the horseshoe because this seems too complicated. And we'll see who wins. The gauntlet has been thrown down.
3: If I were to make bets, I would think that he would win because anyone who would write that has practiced the strategy enough.
0: That's true, and it's his Space Invaders. Yep. Oh, so that empties a very full male ball bag. <sighs> So let me just, <laughs> God, uh, let's just put these in the archived email section. So let's finish it up here with. Stomp. Stomp. Because yeah. that's one place you will find all three of us this weekend. Yes. So what's stomp again, Bruce?
2: Slam, tilt, oh my podcast west, which is because uh, I am west of Ron. It's a match play tournament, four hours of match play for $20 at the door doors open at 12. We start at one, come on by and there's 21 pinball machines right now at the bar. And there's going to be two more, hopefully by this weekend, maybe three, but most likely two.
0: and they will be
2: the getaway. Nice. And Bram strokers, Dracula,
3: Bram strokers,
0: Bram stroker. (laughs) Is this this the porn version of it?
2: It's It's like Stroker's Ace.
0: (laughs) Featuring Academy Award winner Gary Oldman. Ooh. Ooh, I had to put that out there because he just won. Yes, he did. So wait a minute. So we got got Star Trek, L.E., and then you're going to bring in the getaway. So you're saying you want Steve to win the tournament. (laughs) <laughs> is, is that what you're saying world poker tour is already there too so you're just you're just saying please steve please please win this tournament
3: no that, that's all right I'll, I'll be i'll be hanging out so you know I, i've got i've got my march result from louisville i've got my march whopping result. so i'll just be uh hanging out i'll be eating some of the food and
0: plus this uh this is a match play where i believe the games are picked at random is that correct
2: Yes it is. Yes it is.
0: So we will, will we be using the Matchplay.event software?
2: Yes we will, sir. Lovely. So that will change up a little bit. So don't forget, if you want to take Steve down, sweep the leg. Sweep the leg.
3: <laughs> <laughs> sweep sweep the leg of the pinball machine. You no,
0: you so you that's go a, down
3: uh, that's a special way to save the ball. <laughs> you can do it that way.
0: You're good. Plus we we, we may have a Canadian ringer coming down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we,
3: we've recruited, yeah, we've recruited Yeah, um, we Phil Burnbomb. You're going to feel the
0: burn. Yep. You're going to feel the burn bomb.
2: So uh, right now we have 20 signed up, so a good start. We'll have plenty of room there, plenty of fun for all. Come on out and check it out.
0: Come to Stomp West. George Decay will be there.
2: We will be streaming it also.
0: We will be streaming it. The stream will be on our Twitch page at twitch.tv slash Slam Tilt Podcast. So be sure to check that out. We'll be streaming, I don't know exactly what time we'll be starting, but just tune in Saturday, this Saturday, March 10th. We'll be on at some point. We'll definitely be getting at least the semifinals and the finals.
2: And did you see what the 72nd machine that they released for Color DMD is?
0: No, Bruce. What is it?
2: Black Rose.
0: Oh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Great. So is Zach gonna be buying that immediately? Polly says Light <laughs> <Why> Jackpot.
3: Yes. <laughs> oh maybe it's like a letter or something. He usually gives
0: you like a letter. Yeah. Kill Polly. That's my <laughs> favorite <laughs> feature. Kill, kill Polly. Hey, so so Bruce, you know, I I you actually had that game at one time and it has a button. It does. That was like the, maybe the first button game right there.
2: Yes, but you didn't have to play pinball while hitting the button.
0: Okay, so if the button is there for video mode only, then it's fine. Yes. So if Star Wars had like track and field mode just came up and you were racing, okay, it was, yeah, okay.
2: If you were, if you were Luke running, against, running away from Darth Vader, that'd be
0: good. Well, no, then you'd be a pussy. Why would you be running away from Darth Vader? What the hell? Luke running from Darth Vader?
2: Okay, how about Yoda running away from the Emperor?
0: That would just be funny.
2: Because that's the truth. He did run away from them. Episode 3.
0: Oh, God. those don't exist. They do exist. No, they don't.
2: we talked about them.
0: No. Those movies do not exist. They don't exist. There's three Star Wars movies. That's it.
2: So you don't even count
0: Rogue One? No. Rogue <laughs> One rocks. No. There's the Star Wars trilogy, and that's it.
2: No. I have to disagree with you on that one. No.
0: Uh, I did watch the Rogue One, like, Vader kicks ass part. That was he cool. He does. That was, was cool as hell. I'll say, yes, Vader kicking ass. But that's because it's Vader. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm of the uh, move on. Please move on. Please, sir. Uh, step aside. Please, sir. We have some more. <laughs> we need more money, more Star Wars, more characters. We could do a Han Solo prequel.
2: No, that looks terrible.
0: Really? I thought it I don't cool. like the look of it. Oh, you don't like the look of it. Well, the uh,
2: thing is going to be here's the problem: Are they going to make Han Solo bad or good?
0: He's he's really he's a tweener. Oh no, he can't Steve be, would not understand my is... uh, wrestling terminology. He's a tweener. He's like he's like he's like Steve Austin, man. Mm-hmm. He's just going to like right. stun people yeah. and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Did the thing co- is, if you go
2: by your original trilogy,
0: Ron, he's the bad guy. Well, yeah, he's a smuggler.
2: No, he's the one that shot. Uh, what's his name?
0: Yes, he shot, shot Greedo first. First, first, and he's a smuggler. <laughs> exactly. He was smuggling stuff for of the Hutt. Come on.
2: But he would drop it at the first sign of any Imperial cruiser.
0: Hey, even I get bored at sometimes. You think I had a choice? Yep. I'm sorry. I'm just going yeah. into the... The mode. You know when you know the <laughs> subtitle lines are bad? Yes. You know, mm. I've been waiting for this moment for a long time. Yes, I bet you have. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry he about shot the first, mess. But
2: now, but you know, which is the real? I feel that's the real version. The first version. shot
0: first. Everyone knows that. Come on. Of Why are we talking about Star Wars? I, I don't understand. Oh, but by the way, uh, Tim Balls—he played really good. He did. He, play, he played in Vegas. He was on some of the stream.
2: Yes, with his beige pants. I made fun of him about that.
0: Uh, and and Keith Elwin was giving him heat, and he was ignoring it in the chat. <laughs> so I thought it was funny. It was. He um, he did he did good in nationals. He kicked ass like his first two rounds. Then he ran into the buzz saw. That is Raymond. Yes. And then he did really good on Friday in the golf, and then he did really bad on Saturday. But it evened out, and he made the playoffs.
2: Congrats, Tim Balls. Congrats, to Darth, Darth Balls. Darth, Darth.
0: Darth Balls. So I think we're uh, I think we've had enough content for the day, don't you? I do. We did it. We, we did, did it. Yay! so steve <laughs> anything else you want you want to plug anything of
3: course um, you do sure. of course whatever yeah fun with bonus fun with bonus.com fun with bonus on twitter instagram facebook that's my handle online handle screen name <laughs> whatever that is that's 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 what i got and i'm sticking with it so bye oh, <laughs> search fun with bonus online and you'll probably run into me
0: Just remember, Steve Bound is Skull's favorite player.
3: Right.
0: Always be in. Play better.
3: Second place, the first loser.
0: And Keith, you're still in trouble when we get back to work. (laughs) You made fun of me. That was not cool. Tim, code better. (laughs) Hey, Tim, code better. Code Code better. better. Code faster. (laughs) I want the button to do more stuff. I want a second action button.
3: So I want a second action button within the first action button.
0: I want the buttons on the sides. <laughs> I want to bring back, like, the shadow side buttons, except they're nice. just, like, buttons that change stuff. Think you ever see anything like that again, like diverters that are controllable? No. I mean, when... there's a good question. What was the last feature like that that was directly controllable by, like, a button?
3: You mean like Revenge from Mars style, or like when you go back and forth with
0: like divers? Oh, like, like physical like, stuff, like, like a gator on on gator, where you like hit the thing and he comes out and grabs stuff, like an actual physical thing, not like you hit a button and it just fires a cannon. I mean, like
3: okay, so you're not counting like Devil's Dare manual kickbacks and stuff? Uh
0: sure. Why not?
2: Well, the latest one would be either I'd say to say Championship Pub.
0: You mean the Champion Pub?
2: Yeah, the champion. No one pole. ever
0: says that right, so don't feel yeah. bad.
2: Uh, with the with the you know with the uh, jump rope and with the uh, boxing, you're already converting it. That's true. But if you don't want to go with that one, if you think that's a gimmick, shadow.
0: I guess I should have been more specific. Anything that manipulates stuff that's not a cannon, because that's the one thing everyone uses: the crossbow, the cannon. You know, something other than a freaking cannon.
2: Purba, then, you know, yeah. perba's or even you know. Yeah, i think the purpose would be if you're going that way.
0: See, so that's what I want. Come on, Stern. Bring back that mechanical action. Bring back the player-controlled kickback. What they could do is, you know, they probably wouldn't do that because of the extra button, but now that they have an action button on every game, just make that the button.
1: Mm-hmm. Think
0: how cool that would be. You've got to save the ball in the left out lane by reaching over and hitting the action button. Hitting
3: the action button in the middle. To time yeah. the kickback, yeah. too.
0: I mm-hmm. like that. I like that. Bring it back. Make it so. No, Darth Balls. Darth Balls, make it so. (laughs) Push it. Push it. Manual kickback now. Manual kickback now. Devil's dare. Yep. So this has been episode 81, Mothra versus Godzilla. We are the Slamtill Podcast. We can be found. Just Google us, really. Just Google Slamtill Podcast. It pretty much gives you everything. We're on Facebook. That'll give you our Twitch page. That'll give you our YouTube page. Our email. Which I'm going to remember to say this time. is slamtillpodcast at gmail dot com. That's slamtillpodcast at gmail dot com. Don't forget Stomp this weekend. Don't forget Stomp West this weekend, this Saturday, at the yep, Silverball Silver Ball Saloon, Saloon. Which is at the Silverball dot com. Check it out. Don't forget all our friends of Pinball. Let's see if I can let's see if I can do this. Well, I'm going to go through we got the um, Pinball Lifter, that's pinballlifter.com. Check out our products, or, or Bruce's products. Save your, uh, what, what is it again? Use your brain, Use not your brain, not your back. We have Pinball Star, Joe Newhart, for all your, let's see if I can get this right. For all your JJP, Spooky, Chicago Gaming, and American Pinball games needs, Did I get them all?
2: Yes, you did. Yes.
0: And then we have Flipper Fidelity, Mike Pupo, for all your pinball sound needs, speaker systems, also a Stern distributor. And we have all our fellow podcast brethren. We have uh, Brody. I I think it's Brody We Even Talk Pinball. I always say it wrong. This Flippin' Podcast, Pinball Profile with Jeff Teolis. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Pinball Players Podcast with Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. This Week in Pinball Site with Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> the Head to Head Podcast. Head to Head Podcast. Martin and Ryan C. Day mates. It's Coast to Coast Pinball, though he said he's dead to you because he, he's never, dead he never podcasts anymore. And he doesn't talk
2: about us, you know. Well, mate, he can't, how can he talk us?
0: about us if he's not even on? Then there's the Eclectic Gamers Podcast and the Canadian Pinball Podcast. I think I got them all. Think you did too. So thank you, Steve, once again.
2: Thank, thank you. Steve,
0: on, you're All right. Thank you, Bruce. Woohoo! Goodbye, everyone. Thank you, Ron. Thank you, Bruce. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, Ron Hallett. <laughs> wow. I, I okay. Let's try this again. This has been the Slam Till Podcast. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Ron Hallett, Jr. That's lame. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.